better? Hmm. Interesting. How about now? How about now, Mike? How's it sound now? Mike? This is the best show! And my name is Tom Sharpling, and I'm the host of tonight's episode of The Best Show. And we have an exciting program for you in store tonight. In studio later in the program, Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers will be here. The phone number 201-332-3484. I'm going to play something. Uh, we'll play the opening theme music, and then we're going to hear something. Michael Cronin has a new band called Self-Esteem. And this is, uh, we're going to hear uh, the debut of a track by Self-Esteem, which is a part of the Our First 100 Days series. And the money goes to all sorts of good charities, Revolutions Per Minute, which is uh, artists support Hoosier Action help underrepresented Indiana State residents, Southerners on the ground, for LGBTQ support, all above us, for reproductive rights, people's climate movement, all sorts of charities. And you go to ourfirst100days.us and you can buy this song and we're going to hear the premiere of it now from self-esteem but first we cannot hear that until we hear the theme to the best show which we will hear first the best show has begun
shard of glass on that bloody floor. show here on another Tuesday evening in March of 2017 we have arrived in month three of 2017 on this beautiful March evening not too cold a little wet Enough of the weather. It's the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm here with you all night long. The phone number, 201-332-3484. we got a great show for you tonight. Later in the program, we'll have Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers will join us in studio. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. But what did we just hear, my friends? Well, we heard the premiere of a song from a band. Uh, two songs. Two songs. Double, double there. Double, double A side. As they used to say in the biz. Self-esteem is the name of the band. Michael Cronin. You know Michael Cronin. He's, he's great. He's got all those great records have come out. Everybody loves Michael Cronin. This is his new band, Self-Esteem. And the songs we heard were War and Golden God. Did you sing backup vocals on that, Mike? Kim Gordon. Kim Gordon. You know from Sonic Youth? You ever hear of Sonic Youth? No, not Tim Gordon. Tim Horton? Yeah, Tim Horton sang backup vocals on it. He had a uh, uh, maple glaze in his mouth. No, Kim Gordon. And where do you get that? That's over at Our First 
number 100days.us. Our first 100days.us. The money goes to all sorts of uh, great organizations. The People's Climate Movement, All Above Us, Southerners, On New Ground, Hoosier Action, and Revolutions Per Minute. You can get more information over at our first 100days.us, and it's 100days. Michael Cronin, good dude, doing some good work musically and uh, and uh, 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 charitably. Self-esteem, that's a good one. Another exclusive, another best show exclusive. We're racking them up here. We're racking up these best show exclusives. You want to hear the music first? You come to the best show. That's where you hear it first. That's where you hear it first. You're not going to hear it first over at uh, whatever that one thing. What's that one podcast? Chop, Chop House? What is that? The Steakhouse podcast or something? That's not Hamburger Men. Let me say this. I get these people on Twitter saying to me, Oh, Tom, Tom, check it out. The hamburger men mentioned you. Because they do this food podcast where they're like, Okay, today we're at Arby's and we're going to talk about the the, the, uh, the, the French dip for uh, 75 minutes. What do you think of these curly fries? I thought they were a little, uh, little crisp for my liking, but I did, I enjoyed the ketchup I dipped them in. Oh God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I can't. And I shan't. So, I get word. Oh, the hamburger men didn't ask me anything over it, uh, on Reddit. What? Okay. And then somebody like sends me a piece of it where it's like, somebody says to the hamburger men, uh, oh, did you, did you hear the best show was making fun of you or teasing you or whatever? And the one guy's like, yeah, I haven't heard the best show in a while. First of all, very nice of you to say. You haven't heard it. You know, you're out of touch with it or whatever. Okay. Right back at you, chief. So. Guy's like, what did he say? And the guy's like, well, he did a thing when he did uh, Dog Sember, the show back in December, Dog Sember, when we handed the reins over to the dogs. Remember? That show went to the dogs on purpose. So we, uh, just like, yeah, when he did a thing called uh, Dog Man, or what was it called? Doe Dogs? Because their show's actually called Do... What is it? Doe? Doe Boys. Doe Boys. One of my favorite SNL skits. Doe Boys. And is anybody else worried that uh, that uh, Alec Baldwin's going to stop doing... Uh, Don- should we... Should Donald Trump, should we... Should we, like... 
I never saw more of a please, like a guy looking for more of a please don't go than that. I don't know how long I can do it. Okay, yeah, sure. He'll be the he'll be doing it. Be doing that impression forty five years from now. It'll be a hundred and ten. He'll still be putting a, a huge, you know. These please don't leave. And look, as somebody who's threatened to leave, I can spot that from a mile away. That's all he was doing. Because I've actually left and I've threatened to leave without meaning it. I've done both. He just wants the he just wants everybody to beg him to stay. All right, all right, I'll keep doing it. So, uh, so, so yeah. So anyway, it's called Doughboys. Doughboys. And then they're and then they're like, hey, he's teasing you guys because he did a thing with, with uh, Pat's dog, Jib. Jub Jub? Not Jib Jab. Jib Jab is the web company, right? That does those fun videos that you're always uh, pitching me. Uh, all three of them out there always tell me, did you see the new Jib Jab video? Mike, hey, Tom, did you see the new Jib Jab video? You should see the new Jib Jab video. It's Kelly and Conway Jib Jab video. And then it's uh, the Moonlight uh, La La Land Awards. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Mike, I'm not watching your Jib Jab videos. No matter how much uh, you push, I ain't watching them. Just like I'm not going to apmike.bandcamp.com and buying a massive shirt or the song Michael Perry or anything. I'm not going, I'm not doing it. So they're saying to the Doughboys, Doughboys are saying, um, I want to say on the record, we'd love to have Tom on our show. I was like, okay, yeah, no kidding. You would no kidding. I'll quadruple your ratings. Now he's doing a Trump impression, but Oh, you want me on? Okay. Well, you want Hayes uh, Davenport on for the 18th time? You want him on? I just think they're running into him. He's eating at these places, and then they have microphones with him or something. Like Hayes is uh, sitting at uh, Carl's Jr., and they're like, oh, is that Hayes? Hey, Hayes, you want to do an episode of the show? I would do their show. For $8,500 in cash, cash, in an envelope, I would need cash, untraceable, untraceable. If if they want to take taxes out, then they figure they gave me uh, fourteen five or whatever and take the six for the tax man. But I'm walking away with 8500 plus travel. Fly me out. Fly me out to do uh, to do the thing. So it could be. Uh, what, the, what do you think of the tartar sauce? Hmm. I think it seems very tangy. A little too creamy for my liking. <laughs> 
But yeah, they have their thing. Then there's the Chop House, Chop Trap, whatever, the other food one. Who they, 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 the thing we have in common is that they have a Patreon up. So does the best show, but you go to the best show and you give money to the best show, not to the other ones. Only the best show. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's the only way the show stays on the air now, guys. No more ads. We do it through Patreon. And we're going to start sending stuff out to all the donators very soon. People get nice things sent to them if you, uh, if you, if you, you give at all different levels. We put up a, uh, an AMA last week, uh, uh, me and, uh, John Worcester, uh, doing an, an hour long Ask Me Anything. That's up just for people who pledge. There'll be more audio going up. There's all sorts of other stuff you get. It's really great. We appreciate all the support. And it is how the show stays on the air. So yeah, if, if Doughboys are listening, 8500 in cash. And then I will do the show. I'll do your show. With a big smile on my face. I'll show up. Biggest smile you ever saw. But I'm doing this full-on Chuck Berry style. Is that the money? Yeah, it's the money. Okay, now we'll play. That's how Chuck did it. That's how I'm doing it. These podcasts, I'm supposed to go on and uh, and bring them and bring everything to them. No, sorry guys, that ain't how it works, man. Who's good here, Mike? Two. Two? You like two, eh? You like two or I like two? We'll both like two. Well, have I, I've never heard anything that intriguing in my entire life. I, I've never Best show. Hey, Tom, it's uh, Matt from Oakland. Matt from Oakland. How are you, sir? I'm good, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, this isn't for the topic because it doesn't have anything to do with pranks, but... Um, well, that's not the topic. After the revelation... I'm sorry? The topic is not pranks. We have a guy coming on who's on a television show that they're not even pranking. They're doing like... They're daring each other to do things. It's not like they're doing uh, pranks on the street. It's not candid camera. So like jackass. Yeah, I guess it's closer to jackass. But it's not right. a, it's not pranks. Uh, but look, you'll find out. So what's up, what, what's up, Matt? What what do you got, Matt? I want to hear what Matt's got. <coughs> My so, buddy uh, Matt. The recent, the recent revelation that you've been uh doing uh, VO work for uh Kids Bop, right? Yes. Yeah, and it reminded me because you are, and this is actually how I was introduced to you originally, you're sort of the arbiter of all things uh, obscure, early 80s power pop, right? So, some would say. So, some would say. No, look, I'll, I'll say this. There's a, a, a kids' bop version of uh, all the small things 
out there, <laughs> which people are speculating. Is it Tom singing on it? Is it? Isn't it? I won't answer. Well, and, you know, rest assured that if I were in a position to make that a reality, I most certainly would. If you were in a position to make what a reality? You being the definitive voice of all future Blink-182 covers uh, via Kids Pop. I gotta tell you. It would be a condition of the licensing. I'm, gonna... I'm playing it now. Another one that turned up. Watching, waiting, commiserating. Say it ain't so. I will not go. What's it like to? What's it like for someone to do that? I wonder what that's like, Matt, to play that song live. I wonder what that's like. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's fairly simple song, right? But it's not about. It's not. It's not. Look, nobody's confusing it with a roundabout. Right, <laughs> but that's not the point of it. Nobody, right. nobody. No, I mean, I mean, but if you wanted to know what it was like to play it, I mean, you know, anybody with a remedial understanding of how to play the guitar could pick that up and you know get it done fairly quickly. Sure, but it's a matter of doing it right and having the right feel. Yeah. No, I I, I can't imagine, but with the whole. Uh, you being the arbiter of great power pop, right? Sure. So the, just the revelations of, of how music ties into the best show. That's, that's the catalyst for this. All so, right. uh, you know the band, the Toms, certainly, right? The Toms? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do I? I don't know. Do I, Matt? They had one good record. The, the motif of the album was, uh, like, it looked like, a like five guys. Like Five Guys, the fast food chain? Yes, sir. Like the logo looked like Five Guys? The the album looked like it was something that you would have received from Five Guys. Yeah, the, the font was the same and the uh, white and red checkerboard and all that. I got to say this about Five Guys. First of all, they seem to be dropping like flies in this area. Seems like people got their fill of Five Guys in the tri-state area. And they've moved on to some, God knows what they've moved on to, Smash Burger or whatever that is. Um, but what's the fascination with just peanuts? The idea of going to a place. Look, I understand the fascination with peanuts. I like peanuts just fine. They're all right. I like other nuts better. Cashews, almonds, pecans, macadamia. Plenty of other nuts I would t- take a, 10 times out of 10, I'd take over a peanut. But what's the appeal when you're waiting for your burger to show up of just loading up on peanuts and then what, dropping the shells on the floor like an animal? It's a metaphor. Yeah, like what is it? What is this? Uh, the Louis the 14th? Right? <laughs> Like what, it's, it's, we're all pigs now. It allows you to exert. It, exa- it allows you to exert a little bit of control over your. You know, you, you can just toss things away indiscriminately. Makes you feel like uh, 
you know, you've got the luxury of doing so. Yes, I think so. I think there is some sort of power trip to it. And I've heard some say that when you go to the movies, you're doing a service by dropping your refuse on the floor and not throwing it out yourself because then you keep the staff employed. If the movie theater owners realize everybody's throwing their stuff out, they don't have to hire as many workers. Right. I've heard said, but I wonder if that's true because they might just make the workers work harder. The same amount of workers now have to work harder. So, I would imagine the closing shift at Five Guys would not be very much fun. When they have to go under the tables and get every little peanut shell? Oh, can mm-hmm. you imagine? Lest someone feel like they've been ripped off because the floor wasn't empty before they were able to throw their peanut shells down. Yeah, because they didn't get to pollute the floor with their filthy peanut shells. Yep. Now, Matt, what's yes, uh, what's going on with you? What, what are you doing? Look, I don't want to pry. Okay. I have a feeling you're 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 one of the, you're one of them. You're like a famous, from what I hear, and can cobble together. You're on the other side of the line. Guys like me and the rest of the slobs listening to the show, we look, we look up at you and your cohorts and you're rocking out, doing a thing. I don't Are know you what. Are talking about like people, people like Avalanche Bob? Is it who you're looking up to? Why can't you get him involved in your thing? Right? Get him in. <laughs> you can't get him involved? I'm, uh, I'll, I'll know after I go to the St. Patty's show. Oh, that would be the greatest thing. If you and your musical cohorts showed up. Oh, it would, it would just be me. Right? Backing him, back, yep. backing him up. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times when I listen to his calls, I'll try to harmonize with him. Now, do you have any exciting summer plans, Matt? <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, yes, but can I, can I please, um, tell you about the Toms real quick? Of course. So, so, Everything's sort of leading back to the best show. You find out you're on Kids Bob, and now I was listening to this Tom's record, and the second song on side B is called Better Than Anyone Else, and 30 seconds into it, it, it's kind of hard to follow the lyrics, but he clearly, as clear as a bell, says Slaw Dog. Now, which song is this? It's uh, called Better Than Anyone Else by the Toms. It's the uh, second-to-last song on the second side of the record. Where he says, Slaw Dog. Now, does it's it, 30 do, seconds in. Does this ring a bell to you, Dudio? Because Dudio, who's the dude who built the studio, his nickname when he was a young boy was Slaw Dog. And... It took us about 45 hours to figure that out of guessing to, to un, un, unravel the mystery of Slaw Dog. <laughs> Where would I hear this song now, Matt? Uh, so, uh, it's the Toms and they had a record that was out of print for a long time, self-titled, and I think it's, uh, available on, you know, YouTube and digital services and such. The Toms. And, um, the song's called Better Than Anyone Else. Okay, let's see. This better be worth it. This better be worth it. Wow, that does have a uh, Five Guys type logo. That is the 
Let's see. Hold on. I'm, I'm more nervous than I should be right now. The next day you appeared by the sea and strange feel came over me. I dropped some small dog on your lap and you I dropped some slaw dog on your lap. Right? And I'll say this, the craziest I'm part not is wrong. it sounds like him singing it. Right. And it, and it's it's you know, your domain of expertise. Yeah. Tell me that this doesn't sound like Dudio singing this song. Not this part. This guy. The next day you appeared by the sea and strange seal came over me. I dropped some small talk on the left Yeah, I dropped some slaw dog. It sounds like him singing. And he says, I dropped some slaw dog on your lap. There's a mystery going on here. I think I'm talking to the wrong guy. I think I, I think I think what is this? What's this this band you're in? Bring out the, uh, bring that out in people. Well, I just I, I've noticed. You know, I, I've I've been spending a lot of time with past episodes of the show, and notice there's a bunch of connections that we may not have drawn the lines between thus far. All right, I think I think this band brings out. You know, you know when you move in, you know when you move into like a new apartment or a new house, and you can kind of sense that the person that lived there before, it's kind of, there, there's there's a little bit of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel I feel that power when I'm you know sort of starting to think about conspiracies. Sure. Do you uh, you might want to tread lightly, my friend, on this? Yeah. Let's, I'm going I'm to anyway, I'm, I'm, remove this topic from your table right now. Fair enough. Because I enough. care about um, you. And I want to oh, be yeah. backstage. Just picture me backstage, right? It's happening. I, I mean, wherever I might find myself backstage, you're always uh, a welcome guest, an honored guest. And we can never say the name of the band you're in. It's really sick. But I guess that's the state of the world these days. It's sick. Um, so... Go ahead. Slaw dog. I appreciate it. There you go. Matt, great call. Yes, sir. Thanks, buddy. Adios. Bye. Thanks, Tom. Very exciting. Guys in a uh, popular band. Can't say it. What do you think of that, Mike? I'll say the one thing with Mike, though. He's probably a little irked that it's the attention shifted so quickly away from him because I started mentioning apmike.bandcamp.com and Mike's going to be getting his jollies that it's mentioned and he's, he's going to start selling these masses shirts and then suddenly it's all about slaw dog not cool for him Mike don't like it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So, uh, a couple shout-outs here at the top of the show. If you like the music on last week's show, the uh all the great music, you want to uh all credit goes to uh Brian Dennis, who is an amazing talent and made all that music uh happen. And uh singing by uh Rachel Hirsch, super talented. Thank you. Brian Dennis and Rachel Hirsch for uh for that. That was awesome. Drop some slower dog on your lap. I don't know. Maybe that's like Dudio's uncle or something. You're right, Mike? A little low energy from Mike tonight. Mike's not bringing it tonight. Three, I mean, okay, maybe this will get you a, a stepped up, Mike. Three points. You have three. Dudio, two. Pat, you're still stuck at zero. Also, big shout out to, uh, our friend Roxy in Los Angeles. You, uh, yeah, that's it. Big shout out to our friend Roxy in Los Angeles. That's it. Well, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Do the whole book on it? No. Trust me. Big shout out. Now, a lot of people have been asking me, for the deet, the deets on what happened last week. Not last week, two weeks ago. What happened last, uh, two weeks ago with, uh, Tommy Stinson? Well, basically, look, oh, I gotta shut this door. Mike's dropping. Mike, no points. You're back at zero. You're back at zero and, the next, uh, the next thing from, uh, apmike.bandcamp.com, you have to, uh, waive the, uh, profits for that. So. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, Tommy Stinson was supposed to be on, and he didn't uh, make it here because he got uh, lost. And he uh, he got lost and uh, couldn't find the studio, and then went uh, home. That's what happened. 
And look, it's all fine. I talk to him. It's cool. Everybody's cool. So nobody, nobody, leave the guy alone if you're, if you're tweeting at him or whatever. He's fine. Seems sincere about it. More power to him. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's all fine. It's all fine. Best show. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. Uh, this is uh, Andy. I'm calling from Brooklyn. Andy from Brooklyn. What's up, Andy? Well, I'm. Uh, I was thinking about this. What was it? Eighty-five hundred dollar price tag on your appearance on the show, Hamburger Man podcast. That's right. Well, I was thinking. It kind of reminded me of uh, your uh, campaign to watch Sausage Party, the animated Joe Rogan film, which to raise money for the New Jersey Food Bank. So I was just wondering, is this an elaborate do-gooder charitable ploy to raise money for your Doughboys experience, uh, which you know the fans are going to fork up because they're rabid, and I know because I'm one of them. Hmm. Well... I haven't given it that much thought, honestly. <laughs> what are you listening to back there? It's clearly not the best show. What are you listening to? Oh, uh, well, my, my computer makes a loud sound. I, but besides that, you know, it's just the best show. I put it on pause so it wouldn't come through the phone call. Nah, somebody, that was not the best show talking there. That was something else. <laughs> I, I promise I'm only listening to you right now, Tom. Hmm. Well, let, let me ask you this, Junior. Okay. First of all, you're right. The sausage party thing, This uh, I had said on Twitter that you couldn't pay me to see this movie. The, the, the only way I'd see this movie is if I got paid to see this this animated movie, Sausage Party, which is this Joe Rogan and all his buddies do this movie where they give voices to this food that dances around and then uh, uh, uh-huh. makes uh, makes uh, romance with other food. I, I saw it. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> Sorry. You got to understand how this works. <clears throat> talking to the audience right now. So, Sorry. It's okay. So... People started giving money, saying, we'll pay for you to go see Sausage Party. And now suddenly, because I said early on, I'm keeping the money. If you give the money, I'm keeping it. There's no way I'm giving the the money to anybody else. Then I thought about it, and I'm like, how could I look myself in the mirror if I took all this money and kept it? This money to go see this movie Sausage Party, which, look, I saw it. Did I like it? No, it's my least favorite thing. <laughs> food, talking food, my least favorite thing. <laughs> and like dirty talking food, like dirt. Like... And was anybody else bothered that the food was all organized, uh, by countries in the, in the grocery store? It was racial, if not racist, I would say. 
Yes, exactly. That you would have a, uh, first of all, show me the grocery store that has, uh, hot dog buns in the, uh, cooler. There's no, give Bill Hader a chance to show off some of his other. I'm not getting on Bill. I'm not getting on. Look. I'm not getting on Bill Hader. I'm asking about the movie right now. (laughs) Look. It's a comedy. They were trying to do a thing. I'm not going to get on people for trying to do a thing in a comedy. If you're offended by it, I get it. I was offended by the talking food. Made me want to throw up. <laughs> I got to watch a hot dog dancing around and talking and watch people taking bites out of it? Mm. Oh, make me throw up. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie. So I couldn't do it. But then I said to myself, what can I do with this money? So I gave it, I put I put uh, uh, some of my own money in. I think we gave a hair under uh, two grand to the uh, Community Food Bank of New Jersey. We can do nine grand this time to get you on Doughboys. I mean, you know, they started their own Patreon too. It's you, Chapo, and them. Yeah, good for them. Look, I, I hope they make a million dollars an episode. <laughs> and nine million for you for the food bank for your Doughboys episode too. Which restaurant are you? Will you rever- review or just tartar sauce? If I go on their thing, I will review different tartar sauces. <laughs> I can't wait. We'll just we'll sample different tartar sauces from all over uh, <laughs> from all over the uh, Los Angeles area, right? <laughs> You're right there, buddy. You're right. Yeah, I just I just cough. I'm in the middle of allergies, asthma, and or a cold. I'm not sure. Yeah, you don't sound uh, <sighs> you don't sound too healthy. No offense. Uh, well, I'm I'm doing my best. That's all you can do is do your yeah. best. But you know I what? I gotta get back to the gym. Well, listen to this, my friend. Okay. Get off my phone. I'm tired of you. Yeah, so I, I start with this uh, this food bank. I donate uh, the money to it. Then I give more money to it when we did another uh, thing. with, with uh, We're giving some money to an animal shelter, New Jersey, best friends. And, uh, and the other money was going to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. I believe Muhammad Ali said it best when he said, uh, what did he say? I can't remember. Didn't he say something about your rent or something? Remember that thing he said? Rent. Rent. Was that what he said? Remember? Rent. Your rent on earth or something. What was it? Your rent on earth is the charity that you... I don't know what it was. Look. God knows what he said. I don't know. But I'm going to say, so, so I, I, I was doing that. We're making money for this, uh, this food bank. And then I'm like, no, not enough. Gave money. No. I said, look, I got nothing going on now. I got no job slash life. 
I got nowhere to be. I'm like Richard Gere in an officer and a gentleman. I got no place else to go. Remember when he said that? When he was screaming that? In Lewis, Lewis Gossett Jr.'s face? Yeah. So just because I'm in free fall doesn't mean I can't uh, do something. So what I started doing, Mike, I started volunteering at this food bank, right? Community Food Bank of New Jersey. And I go there, do a shift in the morning. I was like, yeah, I want to do, I got to do something. I got to do something. So I've been doing uh, shifts there at the food bank. What do they have me doing? Well, Mike, I sort meat. Frozen meat. What? I'm out by the freezer. They bring out the meat that needs to be sorted. Check the expiration date on it, then sort it. Oh, this is pork. Okay. Let's, uh, let's bring that over here. Put that with the pork. Oh, this is, uh, turkey. Okay. That's poultry. Mike, they have every kind of, what's the number one meat? What, what am I? Casey Kasem? What's the number one meat? They got all this meat and other stuff too. Entrees. Vegetables. Yeah, so I've been doing that. I love it. I love sorting this stuff. feels great. Actually do something to help some humans for once. Getting in there, sorting that meat. Moving it around. So, and then the other thing I do is you have to like you empty a box of the meat, and then you have to like smash the box up, and put it into the cardboard recycling. And it's just like I look. Admittedly, I might take a little frustration out on those boxes. Right, cutting a box open, you take my job away, you mother. Right, yeah, mother. Yeah, ma ha ha ha. Take my job, right? Now, but I'm fixing the world. I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Like Muhammad Ali said, rent is. I can't remember whatever it was. Service to others is the rent that you pay. For your room here on earth. Yeah, so look, I'm volunteering. It's fun. It's good. Getting in there with the meat. The other day, though, some old guy worked there a bunch. Ah, yeah. I'm smashing the box, right? I'm smashing the living daylights out of a box with my bare hands. Ripping this thing. Guy takes his knife out. Yeah, let me cut that for you. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Smash the box myself. No, 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 you can't do it. Takes the box, cuts the tape. 
Just let me smash the box. Old man. Look, old man. Just trying to smash a box. That's so you can't, you can't let me just smash a box in peace. You're a volunteer just like me. You don't outrank me. Smashing that box. This old man tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to smash a box, old man. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. But you know what? Whatever. He just, he's doing what he can do. We're all do, we're all on the same team, sorting that meat. Oh, oh, is this chicken? Okay, that goes with poultry. I finished there. I was like, man, I would do this. I would do this all day long. If I could, if I could, if I could get paid for that, I'd sort meat all day long. Frozen meat. Yeah. Just don't tell me how to smash a box. I'll tell you. I couldn't believe it. They're telling me how to do my, I was like, look, first of all, I'm sorting twice as much meat as you. Just let me smash the box. Taking my frustration out, you take my job away, you mother. Smash. I had a job I was about to smash. Waited years for this job. Smash. Yeah, let me take that, but you can't do that by hand. Yeah, I just did a hundred of them by hand. Smashing them all in. It's like a, like a, might as well be, they lived and smashed stuff as much as I was smashing it. The show Smash didn't have as much smashing as I was smashing those boxes. Yeah, smashing boxes. Jim Brown and Mars Attacks didn't smash Martians as much as I'm smashing boxes on a daily basis at the food bank. Don't tell me how to smash the box, old man. Right? You don't want me to put you in the meat? I'll, put, I'll wrap you up. I'll put, drop you in one of the things. I'll drop you. I'll take you to, you'll end up in a soup kitchen. You'll wake up. Yeah, I'll talk more about the food bank later, but it's serious. In all seriousness, doing a thing like that is very, uh, very satisfying. And it's like Muhammad Ali said, blah, 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 rent, service, earth, blah, blah, something. Best show. Hey, Big T, Bobby in Newbridge calling. Oh, hey, Bobby, how are you? Good, loving the show, it's a blast. Oh, thanks, Bobby. You know, we're we're trying to have uh, fun here doing this You're thing. You're a badass. I mean, don't deny it. What's that? You're a badass. Okay, sure. I'm a badass. Accept it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's it's a hard thing to accept. It's not one of my favorite things, but uh, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take the compliment. Thank you. Uh, you got it. You got it. I'm uh, I'm lauding it upon you. Is that is that a proper word? Lauding. I think it would be the the idea that you're you're um uh, 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 you're labeling me. A I, ba- a I laud you. It sounds like Andy Kindler a little bit loge. 
in the in the loge. Yeah, like uh, he'd be saying, uh, "Yeah, they're giving tickets away for the loge." <laughs> you and those impressions, I love them. I think they're the best. I really oh, do. You're sweet to say that, Bobby. Yeah, you're sweet to say. I, I, I try. You're like a uh, a rich little for the um, the Nerf generation. For the Nerf generation, yes, well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wow. know, I, I do, I do, uh, I do a couple impressions. Oh, really? Yeah, you, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do them for you. I'd love to hear them. Now, keep in mind, I'm only good at like one word of each of them. I, okay. I don't, I can't do full sentences. Sure. So uh, here, here's one I do really well. It's uh, it's Phil Anselmo from uh, Pantera. Okay. <clears throat> Crunch. That does pretty, sound pretty good. I, I, I see exactly where you're pulling that impression from. Right, it's very. It's, it's from the, the swamps of uh, Nolans. That's where he's from. The swamps of Nolans. Yeah, yeah. That's where all the great uh, metal comes from. Right, it does. Like, Red Rockers, um, Fast Domino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Professor Longhair. Yep, the heavy <laughs> stuff. You always just picture it coming from. The swamps of New of New Orleans. Yeah. All right. The other one I do. Yeah. I I do Neil Hamburger. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Why? It's pretty good, right? Oh wait, that was it. So it was that literally was it. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why? That's good. That's good. Oh, you don't like it. It's not great. Oh, it was good. All right. Fair enough. Sure. Hey, you know, um, you, you were talking about Tommy Stinson getting lost. Mm-hmm. I can identify with that. I, I, I feel for him. Okay. Um, when I was uh, 13, yes, I was so excited I was going to go to my first rock concert. Mm-hmm. Capitol Theater in Passaic. Okay. Boomtown Rats. You were going to see the Boomtown Rats. Yes, and I went with my daddy. He he took me, and he got lost. Uh huh. And same thing. We ended up going home. I, I didn't. I never got to see them. So your your dad decided to not maybe ask anyone for directions or or any. Kind they didn't of... have directions back then. This is like 1980. Well, they had gas stations. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, he and I never spoke again. Really? We never spoke. I lived in the house until I was 22. Because of that Boomtown Rats fiasco. Yep, yep. Hmm. Two Scorpios, Grudge, Grudge City. Ah, that's what they say. Right, right. It's it's funny. I was was talking about the, the, uh, you know, the... Legendary Scorpio grudges with um, Max Weinberg last month. We were really getting deep on that. You, wait, you know Max Weinberg? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh well, can I can I ask how you uh, how you know him? <laughs> well, I, I I didn't know this was going to be an Inquisition, but um, if you have to know, I redid his floors. You redid his floors. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I've redone the floors for all the East readers, um, I, including Tom Morello, 
who, of course, is Hard Rock's only smart person that's certified by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. Okay, I could see that. I mean, I, I would say maybe, well, by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Dave Mustaine is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so he... Remember when he was being positioned as one of Rock's smart people? I, yes, yeah. And then I think he blew it because he was kind of born again. Or he was just dumb. He kind of just kept talking. I think he did, yeah. He's got a great singing voice, though. Of all very, those guys, he's got the best singing voice. It's very beautiful. Isn't it? It just is such a, yeah. So Good wait, melodies, too. So you, what did you say? You you did all the East Streeters. All, all their all floors, their floors yeah. All their yep, floors. Yep. Did yeah. you have you ever done uh, Bruce's floors? Oh no, of course not. No, you know he does his own floors. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, Bruce Springsteen pretty much does everything in his life on his own. Like if if uh, you know he of course he does his own shopping. Uh, he fixes his car himself. He um, does his own sewer snaking. Uh, his his own flooring. Uh, he does all his own taxidermy. Y- you name it. Wow, I, that that uh, that's wild. I mean, I I I, I had a guest uh, a while ago who actually had called in to talk about all these crazy things that Bruce Springsteen had done. He was the author of a of a, a book on Bruce Springsteen, but then it turned out. Uh, in the end, that he actually didn't write a book about Bruce Springsteen. Are you serious? At all, yeah. That sick MF was pranking your ass? Um, yeah, I, I guess you could say that, yeah. Huh. Well, I'll tell you, all the stories in my book are 100% true, and I I, uh, I promise that. Wait, you, you have a book? I sure do, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. what is the name of your book? Well, the book is called Floor Show. The bad boy of flooring tells all about the rich and famous who walked all over him. His floors, that is. What? Wait, that's the name of your book. I dropped some of my flooring tools. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Bobby? Hey, Bobby? That wrench is slippery, yes? Bobby, would you mind running that book title by me again? Sure. Do you want it with the punctuation? Yes, please. Okay. For ordering purposes, I guess. Sure. <laughs> For anybody who goes to, like, the Barnes & Noble information I just saw desk. the silliest thing on television. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I can't tell you what it is because it was sort of pornographic, too. Okay. All right. It's um, Floor Show, colon. The bad boy of flooring tells all about the rich and famous who walked all over him. Parentheses, his floors, comma, that is, close parentheses. Uh, that is a very unwieldy title. Very unwieldy. For, for a book. And I'm also, uh, you, you sure did mention, uh, floor a whole lot in there. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I need to hit that, that demographic that buys all the flooring books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit it. Wait, you're Bobby? The bad boy, you're not the bad boy, you're the bad boy of flooring, but not Bobby McNamara. Yeah, I sure am, Mike. Well, it's Tom, actually. Oh, okay. Because you're the, I've seen your commercials. Right. Where you wear, like, the Groucho marks, uh, the nose and glasses. Mm-hmm. 
and you're like um the catchphrase if I if I remember correctly was something like well, that's the greatest flooring I've ever seen. Yes, isn't it great? Um well I don't know how great that is actually. I thought it's a little I don't know who even knows what that would be in two thousand seventeen uh Groucho Marx impression and uh it's almost like the only way anybody would know that is almost from MASH at this point. Right, but which, and which even isn't MASH, on a lot. And so that's my whole my whole deal is that I am hoping that no one knows the reference so they think I made it up. Okay, so you're so hoping... I'm a true that, original. Sure, that you hope that people think you made up a Groucho Marx impression. Kids don't know it. Mm-hmm. The people who are going to hire me, they never heard of Groucho Marx. Okay, well, that's I guess it's your business. You know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like I said, the stories in my book are not only 100% true, they're 100% fascinating. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, would could, could I hear one? Of course, yeah. All right, well, uh, let, me, uh, let me think of a, of a really good one here. Oh, okay. Um, so... One day a few years ago, I, I get a call about doing a refinish job for mm-hmm. John Bon Jovi. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. He's got this beautiful mansion around here. Yeah, it is a really impressive place. So we get there, whole crew, and, and uh, everything's going great. You know, it's, it's looking beautiful. This room was fabulous, too. So everything's going super, but two days in... We start using this new McMasterson XL3 sander that has these 8-inch sanding discs. Mm-hmm. Not the usual 7.5 discs. Uh, okay. And I'm, I'm sure you can see where this is going. That's why I'm laughing. The sander starts blowing these 8-inchers left and right. And all day long, it's just blowing and, chew, and, and chewing on these 8-inchers. Just just going to town blowing these 8-inch long things. Uh, okay. Just so crazy. Any chance I and could, so the, excuse me? Any chance I could get you to stop saying um, 8-inchers would be the first thing I'd like you to stop saying, please. That's and, how long the discs are. Okay, but then also chewing and blowing. If you could, If you could maybe work those out of your... Uh, vocabulary okay well it was really going down on these discs stop, okay, these eight stop, inch discs stop it bobby okay. yeah it's I, i'm begging you oh now that i think about it yeah i could see where you would think like i was maybe uh doing like a penthouse forum thing yeah that's what i was worried about it was yeah. like a penthouse forum thing you know that magazine we had a similar section back uh back then it was called we missives we missives yes all right. Well, I guess that's uh that's, weird wild stuff. Yeah, as they is, say. That is as they say. Well, I think one person pretty much said that. Weird erotic stuff. He used to say that sometimes. Johnny Carson would say weird erotic stuff. He did. Yes. When he, and, and then uh he he would do that when he was doing Tarmac the Magician. Mm-hmm. Karnak. What? Karnak the Magician. No, not Carmax, you idiot. No, not I didn't Carmack's, say Carmax. Carmax only hosted uh, the Tonight Show once. You jerk. What do you mean, Carmax? The yeah. the car company. Mm-hmm. They hosted the Tonight Show. Like what was it? Just the executive? I'm just thinking about it. And it was so long ago. So the what was it? Like the the board of directors for Carmax hosted an episode of the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who a guest might have been on that? Oh episode? yes, it was. Uh, oh, um, it 
was both Jackie Earl Haley and, uh, what was her name, Maria Conchito Alonza? Yes. They were promoting, what were they promoting? Um... Oh, they were po- they were promoting that movie Fire of Unknown Origin, which was of course a cinematic uh, cinematic version of the Brewster Cold album of nineteen eighty one, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, very one of the biggest bombs of that year. It sure was, and I think it, it didn't do them any favors that they didn't include. Uh, it was a musical, and they didn't do Burning for You, which was, of course was like a top twenty hit that year. Very strange, very strange don't, choices. Don't that. get it. So, yeah. Well, with this, uh, so with the, with the Bon Jovi thing? Yes. Was, was that, that was it? Oh, no, 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 there's a great ending to this thing. Uh, so, anyway, we were able to send Jeff back to the shop in East Newbridge, and he came back with a 7.5 sander, and everything went smooth as silk. Oh, so that's it? Yeah, yeah. How, okay. That's he was story. very happy with the job we did. With the flooring. Yeah. Sure. Okay, well, I mean, I thought you, you were... You were a little let down, I can tell. No, I thought voice. you were building towards a more dramatic story. Oh, okay. All right, well, um... All right, all right how, about, how about this one? This is actually the best story in the book, and I'll tell you, I can't believe I'm giving it away on this children's show that only broadcasts on walkie-talkies, uh-huh. but well, I'll do it. That's, that's not how the show is aired at all. It's not on okay. walkie. It's not a children's show, first of all, and it does not broadcast on walkie-talkies. But fair please, enough. I'd love to hear the story. Bob. Okay. All right. So last year, I'm doing the floors over at Stephen Colbert's house. How's that for you? That's that's a good name. That's a right? good start. Yeah. All right. So he had this beautiful oak wood that he brought in from a farmhouse in western Maine, like this old, like 1700s mm-hmm. farmhouse. So exquisite, gorgeous wood. Wow. Okay. So since this wood was authentically aged, you know, it was it was, it was real, we didn't need to, you know, a lot, a lot of times we'll rough it up so it looks, it looks vintage. Like sure. It looks like, like it's, 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 yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to do that. So it saved us a big step. And then here's where the story gets crazy. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. I, I, so, I can't wait. N- normally, we use a water-based polyurethane, which can be recoded in in three hours. That's all the time it takes to, to dry so you can put a, a new coat on. But Stephen, he loved the look of the cheaper oil-based poly. But that stuff takes eight hours to dry between coats. It's a long time. All right. So we tell him, Stephen, that's gonna—I mean, that, that, that's a whole shift right there. That's a, that's gonna take a long time to to dry. And he goes, "All right, well, you guys just hang out in my guest cottage while that's drying, and make yourself at home." Uh huh. Okay. All right. So we did that. So so you guys, you and your crew, roll into his guest cottage. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh-huh. cool. He had, a, he had a huge TV, AC, uh, table tennis. He even fired up the grill when we had a cookout. Uh-huh. Okay. Wait, that that's not the end of the story, is it? Yeah. Okay, well, I gotta he say... He cooked his wieners, Tom. Okay, well, I'm glad... I, I gotta say, I'm, it's nice to hear that he seems like a good guy. 
Yeah, it's real nice. But again, that story is not. That's I'm a. Li- I gotta say, I'm a little underwhelmed by uh, by that story. Oh, maybe I'm a, a little underwhelmed by you. Uh huh. Well, then that makes two of us then. That was the movie they were promoting on the Tonight Show. Not the uh, Fire of Unknown Origin. No, it was that makes two of us then, mm-hmm. which did not have that have a comma in it, which was I think that didn't hurt didn't help them at the box office. Because you weren't sure if it was a period piece, if the then meant it was the past. Is it the past? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those movies. It's a tricky business with these movies. No, it was that. That's what they were promoting. What's that? Movies, that's a, a, a tricky business. Like, oh, I don't even remember that. It came out for like a day. A day? Yes. Same cast. Um, hey, uh, uh, Bob, can I, can I ask who else you've done uh, floors hey, for? show me some respect. It's not Bob, it's Bobby. Bobby, okay. Sorry, Bobby. Bobby, can I yes, ask Tom. who you've done? Okay, well, you fell right in line. Can I ask who else you've done floors for? Oh, sure. Um, off the top of my head, uh, Redman, Marissa Tomei, Queen Latifah, uh, Cory Booker, Kevin Smith, Ja Rule, uh, Zach Braff, uh, Brooke Shields, uh, Dave Windorf, um, Richie Sambora, who else? Wesley Snipes, Chris Christie, um, Stevie Wonder, um, Lil' Kim, Danny Aiello, to name just a couple. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, uh... That is like a real uh, who's who of New Jersey celebrities. It sure is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm 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 guessing you have good uh, stories about some of those people, also. You know, nothing as exciting as that Colbert story. I gotta say. Which which. I gotta say, Maybe Bob, I didn't tell it right. It reads great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real page turner. But it, it, it basically you went and got some old wood, and then he wanted a different finish, and you he let you crash at his guest cottage while it dried. You already gotta, forgot the wieners part. Okay, then, then you had a cookout. Um, I gotta say, Bobby, not to mm-hmm. be uh, insulting here, but uh, who who is. Who could possibly put a book like this out? Um, the imprint is Blotzer Brothers Publications. Blotzer Brothers. Yes, yeah. Is that the Blotzer? Is that Bobby Blotzer? Robert Blotzer. Show him some respect, the please. Drummer from, the drummer from Rat? Y- yes. Mm-hmm. Not technically anymore, unfortunately. I'm sure you've heard a lot about That's this. Heard, I have. It's in the news every night. Way too much about it. Yeah. Yeah, so so they they put your book out. Um, yes, I I just gotta say, uh, it sounds like all these interactions with these celebrities are are pretty uh, mundane. Well, I wouldn't say they're mundane at all. Uh, they show a side of the rich and powerful that most of us mere mortals never get to experience. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see the Oscars when when they let those poor unfortunate rubes into the auditorium? They're on that bus. The idea that they even let them near. Right? I, I'm surprised that those people's hearts didn't just stop being in the presence. The idea that they got to be next to someone who can remember words over and over. 
and recite them and, and act like they have the, the feelings of the person that they're portraying. Tom, don't forget that. Yes. That I'm amazed that those people were even able to to just draw another breath after that. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, that was something else, you know? It, it, it uh, these famous people are, uh, are they this mundane, really? When it comes down, because it seems like everything was like a good experience, and and uh, like like all the work was nice and came off well, right? The way you're you're spinning this in your your book that you said was um, what what did you say? It had the um, like you you said it was, you said the stories were also going to be a hundred percent interesting. They were exceptionally interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, true. Everybody I worked for was was very nice, mm-hmm. except with one exception. One exception. Yeah. Okay. Well, can you can I ask who the one exception was? No. <laughs> Look, we don't need to get into this. Okay, I, I didn't even put this in, in the book. It was so traumatic. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. um, can come on, you give me something because the stories have been pretty. You got to tell me. All right. Have you ever heard of this improv comedy troupe called the Impractical Jokers? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It, well, and also it's Im- improv comedy troupe. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly what. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Troupe. Yeah. Okay. Look. All right. Well. Anyway, I did all those guys' floors, and I, I even traveled across the bridge to get there, mm-hmm. and they were all cool. Except one of them. Except for one of them. Yep. His name's Sal Volcano. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait. Sa- he was not... You did his floor? Yeah. Because he's like... supposed. To, he's like the nicest one. Oh, that's what he wants you to believe. But I'll tell you, Tom, once you're in his house and those floorboards are laid bare... Yeah? He becomes the sickest of ass. Uh, okay. Yeah. And volcano? Yeah. That's short for volcanic temper. I, I don't know if that's true. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure it is. I've, I've, I've seen the birth certificate. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But look, I, I was doing a great job. Yeah. But it wasn't good enough for him. Mm-hmm. He was constantly belittling me. Okay. He put cayenne pepper in my juice box. He what? He put cayenne pepper in my juice box. You put cayenne pepper in your in my juice box. <laughs> okay, you're all right. No, and then he smeared Nutella on my glasses. They're oh. my new glasses. Uh huh. And then he flushed my cell phone down the toilet. That. Wow. Twice. Twice. Yeah, he snaked it out the first time, and then he did it again. So he snaked it out. Mm-hmm. Just to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm telling that. Yeah. And he held me down. Yeah. And he started sanding my lower haunches. He sanded it. My haunches were raw, Tom. God. Your haunches were raw. It hurt so bad. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried to run. Yeah. But he gave me a post-atomic wedgie and I couldn't move. 
Do you know what a post-atomic wedgie is? I don't even know what a post-atomic wedgie would be. It's when they they take the the underpants and they wrap it around the taint, no, and then stop. the taint okay. is right. is um you gotta is fully stop. ensconced in the underwear, stop. but then the yeah, taint. Okay. I don't excuse me. Can you, I'm begging. Can I say you. you did eleven times, but I'm begging you not to. Okay. Anyway, it's really painful, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, man, I've never been so terrified of a client since Kevin Smith found me trying on one of his Quint XL hockey jerseys. Uh huh. And he came at me with a giant Ant Man Pez dispenser. <laughs> So he came at you with an Ant-Man Pez dispenser. That's what I just said! I, I, oh, Bobby. And I'll tell you, I was only able to slither away from Sal when he heard the microwave timer go off, signaling that his calzone was ready. What? That, you know, can I, can I tell you something, Bobby? Uh Uh-huh. He's actually here tonight in studio. What? You're not serious. Yeah, no, no, I'm serious. He's he's here tonight. Don't joke about that. I'm not joking about it. Please? I'm not joking, Bobby. Wait, what, what, what is that? What? What was that? Oh, I'm on a cruise in the Caymans with my family? Wait. Why? I, I just wasn't sure that I was not, I didn't know you were on a cruise ship. Oh, I didn't mention that? No, no. Yeah. I mean, do you yeah, want... We're in the middle of the ocean. Okay, well, I mean, do you want to talk to Sal about this? No, what? What? No? No! You keep him away from me! You keep him away from my voice! <laughs> no! Wait, Bobby? Bobby? Save my Wii magazines! Okay, save your Wii... Well, I'm not sure why he had to fling himself over the side of a cruise ship to escape the voice of someone who's a thousand miles away at least. But, uh, I tell you. Mike? It's a weird world. It's a weird world. And I'm saying this. Yeah, I've been working at the food bank. Right? But if, this, if that dude tells me to smash boxes again, if they're bo- we're flattening them. We're flattening boxes. Let me take my anger out on the boxes, would you, fellow volunteer? You don't know, there's no, there's no uh, chicken you can sort. Pick up a broom, sweep up, sweep the floor up. I tell you, I'm, I'm saying right now, that old man, and look, he's a nice guy. Just don't tell me how to open, uh, to smash the boxes, please. Best show will be back. Well, the best show is not going anywhere. Why did I say we'll be back? After these commercial words. No. No! I'm going to play a record, and then we'll be back. We'll have Sal Volcano in studio. Um, 
Remember last week we debuted the record by Filthy Friends? Uh, it's the uh, super group that's got a, 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 a Peter Buck and it's got a, a Corin Tucker and a Kurt Block and Scott McCoy. Let's take another listen. It comes out on uh, Record Store Day. Kill Rock Stars put it out. We'll take a listen now to Any Kind of Crowd by Filthy Friends. And then we'll be back with our guest. Sal Volcano here on the best show. Hit the wrong button. I'm going to smooth. I tell you, I just want to sound like a DJ for once in my life. Once in my life. We'll be back with Sal Volcano on the best show. Not cued correctly, but... the best show back here on a Tuesday night in March we just heard from Filthy Friends it's a uh, super group record comes out on uh, record store day which I believe is in April and it's on Kill Rock Stars and we debuted it last week, and this is the exclusive. That's where the exclusives happen on the show. I gotta get one of those horns, right? Put that over the top of all the exclusives that happen here. Let me just say something also before I bring Sal. Sal Volcano's here, but I want to tell a quick thing. Hey, Mike. Stop chit-chatting out there. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad form. How many points did you have, Mike? Zero. You have two now. How many do you have, Dudio? Two. You have. You have zero. Pat, you're four now, because I didn't hear your voice. So yeah, look. First of all. I'm not trying to besmirch the guy who was volunteering with at this thing. First, I know he's not listening. I don't want to worry about that. The food bank. I've been volunteering at a food bank. I sorted the frozen meat now. Because I have no job. I have nowhere to go. Just go to the, fro- the, the food bank. Sort stuff. The Community Food Bank of New Jersey. They wanted me to tell you. What about this, Mike? There's a marathon. They're going to have a marathon. Why don't we run it? What if I did this? What if I ran a mar? What if I ran the New York Marathon? When that? What if I? When is that? November, March? Now? Would I be able to get in shape to run a marathon? March, April, May. What comes after May? March, April, May, June. Which is next? Which one? What comes after June? July. August. September. October. That's eight months. I could run a marathon. I could get eight months to get ready. 
Yeah, go to the food bank thing. They have a thing. It's uh, They're going to do the end of uh, April, a 5K uh, uh, in uh, New Jersey. Half marathon and marathon. Look, I would not be ready for that. I would... Yeah, that would not be a good thing. They'd be using that meat cooler for my corpse. Right? Some, first of all, also, someday let me drive the forklift at this thing, huh? Guy drives a forklift with the pallets. I'd like to do that. Yeah, but there's a food the thing. The Community Food Bank in New Jersey has a, a marathon. Half marathon and marathon, uh, April 29th and 30th. You go to uh, cfbnj.org to get information. And look, go help the food bank in your, in your neighborhood. Go help people out. People should be able to eat food, right? It's like we get these people like, oh, what's your chair? We're trying to do the thing with the opera for that. It's like, oh, really? Like Alec Baldwin. I'm not going to keep getting on Alec Baldwin. But he's always like, I'm raising money for the opera. It's like... Look, no offense to the opera. Might be time to go. Right? You can't, opera can't pay for itself. Might be time for the opera to go. <laughs> opera can't, opera can't foot the, it's opera bills. It footed them for 400 years. People, people not seeing the opera anymore. Might be time for opera to say goodbye. We're seeing other things. And on that note, I'll bring my guest. You know him. As one of the four <laughs> members of Impractical Jokers, this is his second appearance on the yeah. Best Show. It's so exciting to have you here, Sal Volcano. How are you, Sal? Mr. Sharpley, thank you oh, so much for well, having me. Thanks for coming back. When you were here last time, you were here with Chris Gethard. Yes. Because you weren't sure if I was, what I was going to, why I wanted you I didn't here. No, it, it was a kamikaze mission. Like, it was a sabotage. But see, you're, you're so paranoid from your own show. Correct. Of thinking that there's always some angle. You get like nervous and you go anywhere. Do you like think like there's cameras here? People think when they see me, there's cameras wherever we are. Okay. So they think they're on the show. If I'm buying like Robitussin at, uh-uh. at Walmart, but, um, I, uh, no, I, I, I'm a pretty paranoid person. Okay. I'm, I'm neurotic for sure. Sure. And do you feel, well, you have good reason to because on the show there's been some pretty extreme. Oh, nothing to do with the show. But you're so in general. So this just, you just feeds into your own, your neuroses. Day one. The show just exacerbates it. Correct. Okay. So you come into this fully. It's not like you were just the, if the, the spitting image of mental health, and then suddenly it's like the show's getting to me. No. It's making me lose my mind. <laughs> Not so doing so good in my head. Now the show, uh, I found a way to 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 pay my mortgage using my neuroses. I think that's what it good. is. Good. Yeah. Well, that is the definition of success. Well, it's the definition of something, right? Yes. It's that thing where <laughs> if you can pay your mortgage. <laughs> with your neuroses, then you are a very rich person indeed. So, well, it's exciting to have you here. You just did a show tonight. Yes, I did. I did a, well, a spot, I would call it. A spot. Yeah. Okay, a stand-up spot, because you, you're a man of many uh, uh, talents. You do stand-up, right? Don't you I, like when I say it that way, too? It sounds, I, like, I'm, <laughs> sounds like I'm talking to a seven-year-old. <laughs> You do stand up. <laughs> Tell me I did good, Tom. 
Do you want to tell a joke for everybody? <laughs> no. So you did a spot at a benefit. Yes. Did I tell you that? We just, yeah, we just. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. So you did a spot. Yes. And it went well. Oh, yeah. You know, benefits always have really nice crowds. They're mm-hmm. there for a good reason. They're in a good mood. Yeah. So. And it's not just like, yeah, It's not like you're weekend drunk, so you're like just weekday people mm-hmm. looking for an escape. It's like people are there for a good cause. They're looking to laugh and stuff. So they're always really fun to do. Good. Well, and now you're here. Yes. And I appreciate you making the trip. And I think you can get, uh, I think you could do the marathon in eight months. You think in eight months, cause it's no, is it November? The new, new New York marathon? Yes. What do you think, Mike? Why well, am I asking Mike? Mike's sitting out there drinking his 18th Coors Light of the <laughs> night. It's not like I'm, like I'm out there talking to, you know, the, the, the talking to, uh, uh, what's his face? Michael Phelps asking him what to do. People give life in, in just about eight months. Almost, yeah. yeah. So I think I could do it. What if I did it? I'm going to think about it for a week. Next week I'll announce on the show whether I'm going to run the New York Marathon. <laughs> but i got to set a goal with it. Like to, It's got to be for something. We should do like a GoFundMe for you yeah. for the marathon yeah. for a cause. I would love to get behind that. For the opera. Maybe get Alec Baldwin oh, involved. The, yeah, the opera's yes. help. He'll be like, "Yes, now we can do that production of Il Travatore, La Boheme, <laughs> La Boheme." And it's like you go there, and there's seven people at Lincoln Center in the audience. Oh, my, I I desperately want to go to an opera. Actually, it's all, it was always mm-hmm. on my bucket list to go to an opera. Yeah, I've done I've done like a bell, I've done like a Nutcracker, and I've mm-hmm. done a symphony. I just did. Oh, I just did a symphony in Amsterdam about a month ago for the first time in my life. You saw a full Rufus orchestra. Wainwright and the Amsterdam Symphony. Okay. So you saw a concert that had a symphony with it. He sang in an operatic yeah. style. But it, but you if you would have seen a symphony, it would have been four and a half hours of right. classical music. It felt like it was that long because I apparently <laughs> uh, smoked hash for the first time in my life right before it. Uh-huh. Now, I didn't know this was hash. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine said, oh, we're in Amsterdam. So we, we stumbled upon the symphony. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a crowd. It was a beautiful theater. We uh-huh. said, what's going on here? Yeah. They said, the symphony mm-hmm. in about an hour. Okay. We said, do you have two tickets? They said, yeah. wait till it gets to 8 o'clock, 5 to 8, and we'll tell you if there's anything left. Okay. 5 to 8, 10th row center, two seats. Wow. We said, we'll take them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about five minutes. To, and my friend says, let's run outside, mm-hmm. buy marijuana. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll smoke it and we'll go see the symphony. So we <laughs> run outside yeah. and we smoke the marijuana. I take mm-hmm. two big hits. Uh, by no means am I a marijuana person. Yeah. God bless. But I, it's yeah. not just, you know. And uh, we go in and I immediately, I had no, no faculties about me, <laughs> no wits about me. Uh-huh. And it's a feeling I've never felt in my entire life. So I turned to my friend mm-hmm. one minute before the thing starts and I said, we're going to have a very big problem. <laughs> because... I know for a fact mm-hmm. that everyone in here is trying to kill me. This is what I said. So you just knew it. I, I knew it for a fact. She yeah. said, she said, calm down. Uh-huh. It's not true. Yeah. I said, well, wh-, and then it started. <laughs> so and then I said, well, here's what's going to happen. In a few moments, mm-hmm. I'm going to just haul ass out of here. I'm going to take anyone out who's in front of me because uh-huh. I'm not going down here tonight uh-huh. at the symphony. Yeah. 
uh, and there was a woman in a wheelchair in the aisle, um, and I knew that I couldn't feel any of my legs and arms or anything. I knew I couldn't really – it was going to be a problem getting past the wheelchair because it was a narrow um, space to get past her. And I said, now, this is 1 million percent. I, I turned and I said, okay. she's going to be a problem. Uh. Because I can't get past her, and I'm gonna—I'm uh-huh. ju- gonna tell you—I'm gonna scream, and I'm getting the hell out of here. And she was like, "Just de- breathe deep." And I said, mm-hmm. "What did you make? What did you buy?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "Marijuana." And I said, "It's impossible. I've never felt these feelings before in my mm-hmm. life. I don't like this feeling. I feel yeah. terrible." Well, it turns out later on, postscript, it was yeah. hash, which is okay. not marijuana. Yeah, you guys know. I mean, I don't. You—you you probably know. And it makes you hallucinate a bit, and mm-hmm. it was the worst feeling of my life also okay i didn't know like uh well it was it was simultaneously the worst and most beautiful moments of my life because rufus wainwright who i had never seen before and i only know by name yeah sang like a god yeah yeah uh and i always thought that was an old person Mm -hmm. he's not no he's like 30s no yeah and also he's a very 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 uh like flamboyant He's yes. out of the closet homosexual. Yes. I didn't know that. So he first thing he did was sing. Mm-hmm. And he sang like a person, like a god, like a Greek mm-hmm. god. He was like, oh. And then when he was finished, mm-hmm. he was like, so Amsterdam. So you're figuring all this out now on hash. On hash. Yeah. And I turned and I said, am I that high or is he like just very flamboyant? No, no. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was, it was really, <laughs> really, really the worst experience of my life. Well, I could say this. It sounds like it, it, it. First of all, <laughs> you got the tickets ten minutes before yes. the thing. Generally, not how assassination uh, plots <laughs> go down, where they're like, "We heard he's in Amsterdam." You're making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> they're like, they're like, if he comes to Amsterdam and comes to this Rufus Wainwright concert, we got him. Everyone in the city. And then, just, then somebody was just like, you're never going to believe this. Sal is in Amsterdam and he's coming this way. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, he doesn't have tickets to the show. And then suddenly, get this. He just asked about tickets to the show. We're going to have to tell two assassins to give up their seats. <laughs> Tenth row. Two of the, two Who of were the, they assassinating before I got there? Well, they were just waiting for you. Okay. So then we'll get them. Then let's have him go smoke this super paranoid hash that we'll provide. We'll swap out, not for lower back pain, but for intense paranoid hallucinations. And then Rufus Wainwright's not even here tonight. He's going to think he's seeing Rufus Wainwright. That's how strong this hash is. I, I, at one point, I thought I was floating above the freaking mm-hmm. above the audience because mm-hmm. he was. It, I cried. Actually, I was getting very dry mouth, and my friend was like, take a lozenge, because I was mm-hmm. also sick. Take a lozenge out of your backpack. Mm-hmm. I, this is my hand to my nieces, mm-hmm. uh, who are my life. I swear sure. to you, it took me at least what seemed like 40 minutes to open a lozenge out of a wrapper. Okay. And then when I opened it, I felt like the noise, the crackling of the wrapper literally <laughs> sent shockwaves through the symphony. <laughs> and I turned to my friend, and I was like... Is everyone mad at me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, due to the lozenge. Uh-huh. And she was like, in what capacity? Uh-huh. And I said, well, I just literally, the rapper just ruined, probably ruined the whole symphony. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
She didn't take, she took like a little, little itty bitty hit of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But never again, Tom. Never again. Next time you're in Amsterdam and Rufus Wainwright is performing with an orchestra, you're never going to smoke some unidentified hash. You're not roping me into that. No. Fool me once, right? Shame on you. That's right. Fool me twice. Shame on me. That's right. That's what they say about, look, Sal, that is a great story. It was worth it. Your worst experience is now a good story (laughs) that you take with you the rest of your life. The story of when you thought everyone was going to kill you at the Rufus Wainwright show. (laughs) So, Sal... This the season, the sixth season of Impractical Jokers is uh, underway now, right? Yes, about three weeks in, and it's super funny. Thank you. All I do is watch Impractical Jokers. <laughs> I come home, put it on Impractical <laughs> Jokers, and it just stays on. They run it over and over. Uh, I saw one thing, and the tape broke during it. One. That's how many times they had run the episode. The tape actually broke. <laughs> <laughs> beta, beta max. It was an old beta max, and then the uh, the test pattern came up while they fixed it, and then they uh, they replayed it. Remember tracking on a like a VHS? Yes. We were trying to like get it to like yeah yeah yeah. Well, we've come a long way, haven't we? We have. We've come a long way now to where 4K. 4K. Mm. I can't do. I can't. I don't know if. I'm sure you have a fancy 4K TV. I don't. Right? You know. Actually, you would really make fun of my television. It's the one that came out right after tube. Right after the tube. What is it? Of like the projection, projection lights. Yeah, yeah. That's really. Yeah, I just listed on Instagram. I said paid 3100, asking 11 or best offer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're really looking to. See what you that best offer might come in a little under what you're thinking. I'm here to play ball is what I was trying to tell them. You're just like, look, how much did you pay? Thirty one hundred dollars in 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 two thousand and one, uh-huh. and I used my bonus from from work. I used my full bonus to get. Uh-huh. I bought it. And I bought the custom stand that came in. It was a Hitachi Ultravision, and I it was. Uh-huh. And I also bought the monster cables, which I've since found out are the biggest lie in the world. Yeah, the idea of like, yeah, yeah, you need these gold tip HDMI cables, two hundred dollar like, cables. They do nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing, because it's digital. It has nothing to do with cables. Yeah, I found that out. But I, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm like of the school of it works. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to... No, I, look, I'm with you on that. There's no reason to throw it out just because uh, there's a newer thing. Right. But at some point, one of those bulbs is going to blow, and then you're not going to have a... A bulb blew about five years ago, mm-hmm. and I had a big dilemma. It was pay 500 to get it fixed or <laughs> buy a new TV, which was like uh-huh. 1500 mm-hmm. So I paid the 500 and I had okay. someone come to the house and put in a new bulb. So I've already performed, like, resuscitation on this thing. Yeah, you've already... Yeah. So you're up to 3600 3, So you've got to work off 36 not 31 <laughs> You could buy like a Kia for that. Yeah. Now yeah. that's – there is a moderately priced car. <laughs> you could leave the you could leave the dealer in that car if you walked in with $3,600. Yeah. 
I feel like if I keep talking, I'm going to dig myself a hole and you guys are going to make fun of me. But about a year ago, another mm. bulb blew. Okay. And I decided not to fix it this time. So it's just like no. So for the last year, there's a blue hue outline mm. over everything. Sure. And everyone comes to my house and they uh-huh. go, oh. 3D televisions were out when projection mm-hmm. televisions were out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a 3D television. Yeah. The bulb blew. <laughs> it's just. And they're like, aren't you on TV? And I'm like, yeah. get out of my house. It's dying is what it is. It's not a 3D television. John Solomon just said on the Twitter, he's a friend of the show. He just said that a, uh, he said that a concert hall of assassins watching Rufus Wainwright in front of an orchestra in Amsterdam is his favorite scene from John Wick 3. Ooh. So that actually would be. Did you see John Wick 2? Yes. Did you see John that Wick? That was the movie I was talking about. Right. I thought it was terrific. I loved it so yeah. much. Said, How yeah. funny was the scene mm-hmm. when they were in like the, I think it was maybe like airport or the, it was a big office building and they were shooting with the silencers. Yeah. And it was like hitting the, the, the white tile oh, yeah. wall. Was it was great. completely silent. And they were yeah. in the middle of all these people. Oh my yeah. God. I, I literally held my stomach laughing. At all I could think about was the new, they were shoot, they shot a fair amount of that at the new world trade center path line. <laughs> I was just like, did they really? Man, I, was like, well, I guess I handed the keys over to uh, John wick too, to shoot this thing. <laughs> like, like, uh, just like, cause the path train's falling in and that, where was all that, all that white, that when he was on that white platform, yes, it's just like, that's it. and then blood just going yeah. all over the white. It's like, this is the new World Trade Center path line that he's shooting everybody on. And then suddenly they're on the train and it's going up to canal. I'm like, his path train doesn't go to canal. What's going on here? I know. He's fighting an R&B superstar. And he's fighting, yeah, and he sticks a knife in his chest and tells him, don't pull that knife out or you'll die. It's so cool. Which means he's got to come back in the third movie with the knife handle still in his, I'm telling you, if he doesn't come back with that knife handle still stuck in his chest, I don't know what I'm going to do. What was it all for? What was it, exactly, I'd be like, what is it all for? I wish the third one was out right now. Me too. Me too. I wish I could see it. And I mean, I don't know if we gave anything away without saying spoiler alert, but he also was dead the whole time. Wait, hold on. I missed that part. Yeah, oh, no, no. You got to watch it back. He's dead? Yes. Well, that's not so The whole time. The whole time. So he died. It wasn't. And he shot JR. And he shot JR. Yes. Well, this sounds like. Are you sure you didn't have more of that hash with you? I might have. So, I might have. I might sure. have saved the end of it. Yeah, yeah I might have. The. the uh, <laughs> Yeah, what if he died in the first one and the, 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 his, the, he died with his dog and it's all just like some weird hallucination before he died? Mike doesn't like John Wick, right? Mike. Mike was just like, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, he's at the link, he's at Lincoln Center with the f- fountains. That's right. It didn't uh, add up yeah. at all. Mike. Hey, Mike. Also. Uh, the movie, um, there's also a hotel that assassins stay at. Which is Delmonico Steakhouse. <laughs> it is Delmonico Steakhouse on Beaver Street. <laughs> so that's the assassins. So look, I'm going to go against my own thing, Mike. I was putting them down for going to Canal on the path train. You know what I call that, Mike? <laughs> you can't win. When I want to say it's uh, stupid, 
It's stupid. When you say it is, you're you're picking on the movie. It's gonna give you two points though, Mike. I do, I do like his luggage. His luggage? It's not a coin collection. Make it sound like he's going to a coin shop. It really is weird. Those gold coin, like the pro, like a gold coin. Just throw a gold coin here. Like what's he, what's he do if he goes to like Seven Eleven? Does he use a gold coin there also? They might have to take that. An argument can be made. But wouldn't he need to get get like a whole lot of stuff? Then? I don't know what its value would be. Because he would go in. He'd have to get like at least aisles one through four. <laughs> he, a, he should, by all rights, get the store. They should slide the keys across the counter. Because he's handing a gold coin and they're throwing out human bodies right. for each gold coin. Like that's what a gold coin gets you. Right. Like if he goes in, he's just like, I don't have any actual money. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess he would have to shoot the guy at 7-Eleven and then give the uh, just get whatever drink he wants. Maybe in your New York, not in mine. In mine, no. in mine, I see it play out as the guy's like, please take my slurping machine, the entire machine. And then, <laughs> For the gold and coin. And it's a peaceful exchange. Sure. So he gives them, yeah. So then now you have John Wick. <laughs> He's going down the street with a dog and a slurpy machine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the poster for John Wick Three. It's him. He's got a Slurpee machine on a like a like an old like wheelbarrow, like a like like one of those like kids those red wagons. Oh, the red flyers. Yeah, like a red flyer. He's got a Slurpee machine on it and that dog. And he's like, and he's worried that every because also everybody was an assassin. There was that one stretch where it's just like, yeah. I think everybody might be an assassin in New York. Not unlike when you were at the opera. Yeah. I was, was, they my, were gonna get I was in my own John Wick 9-11. That was your John Wick 9-11. <laughs> now, Sal, Volcano.com. Is there a SalVolcano.com? No. There probably, uh, no, there is not. I, I don't know there is, but not, well, I don't own it. Well, there's an at Sal Volcano is where you, people can get a hold of you on social media. Yes. Some of the things I've seen on this show. When I just watch it over and over. Because I literally will watch. It'll be Sunday. And it'll just be on. And just like, eh, I guess I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to keep watching these until. What's his face shows up? Adam. Oh, Adam, right. Because right. he shows up and ruins everything. Yeah. Well, he ruined the Impractical Jokers marathon. <laughs> he literally ruins everything. Very meta, yes. He ruined <laughs> me watching nothing but Impractical Jokers. Come on, Adam. <laughs> Tighten it up. Now Adam's a very nice guy. He's uh I see the I recognize the Jersey Gardens. Right? Oh wait, what's wrong? Apparently it exists. What? Southvolcano.com. Mm-hmm. And then it has links on it. One's in pra- first one's in practical jokers, the second one is depression. <laughs> well this <laughs> sounds the third very... one is Sean Murray, and I don't know what that means. The fourth one is beef. The fifth one is ha- these are links on my page. Hair loss, sister wife, bike parts and repair, <laughs> eyeglasses and contacts well, and they, myrrh. They've got you nailed. <laughs> <laughs> they know you so well. Bike parts, 
<laughs> Depression. <laughs> Hair loss. <laughs> Sister. What was the one? Sister. Sister wife, which I think, is that like when a man marries, has just multiple wives? Right, right, right. They're sister wives, right? Sister wife, yeah. Yeah. I gave that up years ago. You gave up. It was too much. Yeah, you're just, you just want that simple thing of just being married to one person. I'm old right? fashioned. I'm old fashioned. Yeah, you are old fashioned like that. It's one of the many things I admire about you <laughs> is your old fashioned ways of just being married to one other human. Right. So I see Jersey gardens all the time, right? Yes. That sinking mall out in White Plains, the one that's, you know that one's uh, it's sinking. Is it the one in... Um, with the Ferris wheel? What's it called? Uh, oh, God, I can't believe it scared me. It's Palisades. Yes. Palisades. That mall's sinking. Do you know that? No. It's It It goes down. It's so heavy. It goes down like two inches a year. It it sinks into the ground. I thought that was ground. like Manhattan Island. No, it's that mall. Well, oh, it might oh, be also, but it's also <laughs> Palisades Mall. <laughs> Yes. It's actually um, the seventh biggest or fifth biggest mall in the entire world, which I didn't realize that, but I it is. It is. It's unbelievably it's huge. It's unnecessarily yeah, yeah. large. Yeah. It's got that Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. What a depressing Ferris wheel that is. One thing I like about it is mm-hmm. no matter how busy it is, it seems empty, and that's for me because I don't like to yeah. be around crowds or anything. Well, that's because the mall so huge. It's just like – could you imagine that mall full – what would that – it would mean that there was some national disaster if that mall was full and everybody <laughs> went there like Dawn of the Dead would be – but that Ferris wheel, that's like a – that feels like a divorced dad kind of Ferris wheel, right? Like, hey, let's – daddy, daddy said he'd take you on some rides, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, Which I, is, we I tried mean, to go to Great Adventure, but maybe we go to the mall instead <laughs> ride the – Ferris wheel. Uh, that's. I was going to say that's a tender, tender moment anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if the dad is actually skirting Great Adventure to go to the mall, mm-hmm. then he's a dead. <laughs> but then he's like, "Look, I wish I could get you guys into Dave and Buster's, but it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's more for adults. <laughs> you guys ride the Ferris wheel a few times. I'm going to go win us some some tickets. <laughs> you don't win the tickets." <laughs> You, you go up to the you go up to the prize booth and you cash in tickets for tickets. Yeah, he's gonna go win tickets. <laughs> How many tickets can I get for these tickets? And then the guy and it's you know you can't get it's not one for one obviously. It's that's always, how they get you. Yeah, that is how they get you. That's how they get you. I want to trade these tickets in for Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, so you for like concert tickets? No, just like her images on the other. I don't know. Oh, you want tickets with like, like, yeah, yeah, or like, like Power Rangers? I don't know. Sure, like Pogs, Pogs maybe. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do you have any Taylor Swift Pogs? <laughs> how much? How many Pogs can I get for these <laughs> tickets? My kid's on the Ferris wheel, so make it snappy. <laughs> so yeah, when you shoot there, I mean, are you guys just like? It must be increasingly people know who you are now with these things because the early episodes, you guys are just like you could probably do relatively. You had some some latitude to do what you wanted. Yes, but now is it a thing where it's increasingly harder at, for those things? Yeah, we have like these like stopgap kind of things. Like um, 
if we're in a mall like that, they'll mm-hmm. put us behind like the what do you call them? Scrim? What do you call them? Like a like these scrims? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like we're kind of like they don't see uh, the other three guys, which kind of okay. causes more of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is odd because the mall is five levels. Yeah. And we usually shoot on like the first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, did you ever see like Cocktail, the bar that looks like a prison and everyone's like looking down on him? You ever been in the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, or it looks like something out of like Gladiator. Yeah. So, like, it, once people mm-hmm. catch on, mm-hmm. all the levels above us start filling up They'll with all Start staring levels. at you. Still, a person walking mm-hmm. on the first floor is a little bit oblivious. Yeah, yeah. But you feel the weight. Of everyone looking at of you. Of all the eyes. Yeah, and it feels, it does very much yeah. feel like a, like a, a gladiator situation. Yeah, like a futuristic prison. Yes. Like Terminal 5. Yes. You ever go to Terminal 5? Yes. Maybe the most poorly designed venue in the history of venues. Acoustics are rough. Acoustics sight, are, sight lines are rough. Bad sight lines, bad acoustics. Temperature control is rough. Yeah. Bar, bar is tough to get. It's all, it's like, why is this place? I've seen so many concerts there, but, Mm -hmm. uh, it is, it is a tough one. Yeah. Cause you gotta be there way up front or you, you get stuck behind a pole and you can't see anything. Right? You know what's good there though is the up front. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, up front is good anywhere. Yeah. The up front. The true TV up front. Oh, I thought you meant when you're well, standing up front. Oh, oh, the no, up fronts the are there every, every the year. The adult swim up front. Yeah, the adult swim, right, right, right. Yeah, when you go and you get to watch. Miley. Miley, so you get to, yeah, the last, what was the last one I saw there was? I remember seeing like. I didn't go last Nicki year. Nicki Minaj, yes. like, slept walk through this show where it was like, this is the, this is like. The Can l- I tell you what I heard that they get paid? I've heard some of the numbers like that they get paid. Wait, one dollar? So it's like one of those uh, no, it's gentlemen's more, like, bets? Like a little higher than that. One. Yeah. Like one. With six zeros yes. after. Yeah. I've heard they get more than one of those for some people. Wow. Yeah. I heard for, yeah. It's very, but but that's what you get. You're getting them to go right. do a thing. Right. And I got to go see a thing where you go, the, the, the Nicki Minaj now is doing a, a whole show. She was doing that show where she's just like, all right, let's do the butt shaking contest now. It's like, this is not, this is not like your show. Yeah. You're like running out the clock on this thing. She's like, let's go to the beach each. It was, she did a song. And at one point then she sat down. <laughs> she like sat down and started singing, sitting down. Then she's like, all right, let's do a butt shaking contest. And then it was like, all right, let's oh, bring she more. outsourced the butt shake? Yeah, to, from the audience. Ah. So now it's just like these ad executives, like these like advertising oh. people are just like going up there. Like, right. Yeah. Nothing worse than a middle-aged white male twerk. This is what I need, Sal. I need, I need what you've got. And I mean, I need it bad. You've got it. I have none of it. Hash? No, not hash. If I wanted hash, I'd go ask. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> Let's just say two of the three guys out there. Still a mystery. Though. Work. Yeah, still a mystery of which one isn't selling drugs. <laughs> from who work on the show. The great. Oh mystery. my god, selling the charges got trumped up. I yeah. thought they just had it on their person. No, they sell them. They actually. Okay. 
but they uh only one of them has like a lot of it like <laughs> like like where they'd be put away for like 10 life <laughs> 10 life sentences <laughs> you you guys are comfortable with me talking about this right yeah mike said yeah sure which is kind of a giveaway it's not him he's not the one who whoops i guess i <laughs> that's why mike was so comfortable with it being discussed He's not the one. Now it comes down to whether Pat or Dudio have enough on them for 10 consecutive life sentences. No, they don't. So, you guys, you talk about playing Terminal 5. You guys just played, where'd you play in London? You played the O2 Arena? Yes. How many people does that hold? You played like more than one show there. Yes. How many people is, is in, are in the crowd for that? 15,000. 15,000. Yes, sir. Twice, though. Four times we played it. Four times! Yes. That's crazy oh, to me. It was nuts. Surreal. I saw the pictures. Completely surreal. It didn't even feel like I played it. It just felt like I was like watching from the outside in. Mm-hmm. So when you're going to do that, are you just like, how, how did we end up here? Not that you were like, no, look, of course exactly you should be successful. No, I know what you mean. That's but exactly. this is, this is like other, next level yeah it's surreal it's it's you don't even you don't really comprehend it Mm -hmm. you know get there that was the that kicked off the tour we were there for about two weeks in different areas but uh you know that first night i cried of course i but i cry very easy so i don't know if Mm -hmm. i'm a good gauge on that stuff Mm -hmm. but it was i mean if you're gonna cry for anything that was it because it's just completely like how did i get here how is this even possible yeah like what 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 did i do right i I don't even know like it just it's so i just we're just lucky that's really what it is, isn't it? Because it's you and, and your buddies. Yeah. And you're just like, are you ever just like, we're not on Highland Boulevard anymore, guys, <laughs> right? I am just Highland like, Boulevard. It's like, but, <laughs> so it's your, your, your entourage. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, we're not at Sedudos, <laughs> right? We're not at Sedudos anymore, guys. We all said that the moment we walked right. in. Right. What street is Jim Hanley's on? New Dorp Lane. New Dorp, yeah. <laughs> We're not on New Dorp anymore, guys. With Jim that. Hanley's. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, and you just keep saying places over and over, and they're just like, yeah, we we get. <laughs> you just keep saying different places on Staten Island that we're not at anymore. We're not at, we're not at Pastisseria Bruno anymore, guys. <laughs> I recently ate that. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. I have only eaten it twice in my life, but I yeah. recently ate that like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Did I tell you what happened when I went there with Patton Oswalt? Did I tell you? No. Because the movie Big Fan shot on Staten Love Island. It. I actually, yes, that's yes. right. So he was shooting it. I would come out and hang out with him when he was shooting it. Okay. And they put him up at that insane hotel that's now like an old people yeah, that was the, that something. was the only hotel at that time. Yeah. So apologies all around, but it was the hotel on Staten Island. That's what it was called, the hotel. Like I think it was the Staten Island Hotel. There was no affiliation yeah. to any corporation. <laughs> it, was just like, yeah. it was a real grassroots job. Yeah. <laughs> so we we went out and then we went to eat and went to Pastisseria Bruno. How did then, you? Can I ask like how or why that was the location to go to? Cause I know. Did someone get tipped off? Well, my wife is from Staten Island. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah. So I just know. Of course. 
I know the whole deal there. So we go to the Pastisseria Bruno. And then, like, the one uh, server was like, she's like, I just got to say, I don't want to sound like an a-hole here. <laughs> and, like, this was, this is like, but are you from a TV show or something? That's what she said to him. Oh, because like, he was on King of Queens, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. she was just like, my coworkers are telling me that you're on a thing. I don't want to sound like an a-hole here, but that's like, it's still a, you're still working in a restaurant. This thing, you're still cursing at a table. It's just a, there's a I lack know how of, you feel about cursing too. It's a lack of presentation is what I'm saying. And look, I love that place so much. I can't do that anymore if I'm going to run this marathon, right? I can't go <laughs> eat it. Pastisseria Bruno. Mike. Every snack out there, throw them in the street right now. Every snack, I'm telling you. Every snack, throw them all out. Mike, are there beers out there? Mike? Yeah, there are. Yeah, can you bring uh, <laughs> a Is beer? that a kind way to Who ask? needs beer? Mike Raise told me. If you need beer. Mike told me before we started, just just ask. It's okay. And I just I keep yeah. on thinking about a beautiful cold oh, beer in that fridge. He's just going to groan now. Now you three beers, please, for my guests. Thank you, Mike, so much. Yeah, here they come. Oh, here it comes. Look at them. I'll take oh. one of the, I'll I'll take the one that they don't want. And the, it's a it's a challenge to see who knocks the Bolton board over every week. It happens. You you'd think we would do something about it, <laughs> rather than be like, man, who knocked it over this week? Be like, well, maybe we should fasten that a little better. Nah, I, and I'm saying that's on me. Next thing, the duty is gonna be under his breath. I'm always telling him to fasten the Bolton board and. Uh, it's a very passive-aggressive work environment, Sal. I don't see it. Well, I see. I, I keep, just, I yeah, keep I on the blinders. I come in for a good time. Sure. And then I get out. Sure. Well, look, because you... See, now there's the look. There's the look I get. It'll <laughs> haunt me for the rest of the week. I'll be going six days and 23 hours to go until I see that look <laughs> again. It starts a clock on that look. You know... uh how much I like your show. I told you that a hundred times. I wanted to ask you about a couple specific ones. Like how, how, like, cause you, you're a very sensitive guy. You're, you're like, you, you have a, sure. you, you said you're, 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 uh, loaded with neuroses and you're, you're, uh, you're already like on the edge. In I, I, a would, lot of yeah, ways. I, agree. I agree. Like many of us. Yeah. Like, look, me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm falling apart. Right in front of the world, I'm falling apart. I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> All I have is this show and my dog. Well, I want to say all I have is my wife and my dog and this show. You That's the order yourself. I want. I wasn't going to say anything. No, I want to put them it. in that order. Well, yeah. or I was going up. Right. I was building up. Um, I want to say this about my dog. If you're listening right now. Go get that rope. Go get the rope. Get the rope. Get the rope. Hey. Snell. Snell. What if I had weird. <laughs> like weird. <laughs> weird German commands for my dog. Be like, what's this guy's? Like, uh oh. <laughs> like, little, uh, 
giving away a little too much there about uh, <laughs> your German commands for your dog. There was a, a thing on Shark Tank, mm-hmm. um, and they, they, they got, the guy got reamed for it. But uh-huh. um, basically, what it was was it was like a bowl, like a food bowl, like a dog bowl mm-hmm. with like a little clip on it, and then you would clip on your um, your tablet. Uh huh. And then you'd FaceTime the dog, and then like you could, he'll see you and hear your voice, and yeah. you could do what you did, yeah. a FaceTime. Wow. And they were like, did you just clip a tablet to a food bowl? <laughs> so, so he, all he did was, all he did was get a clip. He duct taped it basically. <laughs> he got, he went and duct taped a clip to a dog bowl, and then you can put, and what an iPad in it, Tom. It was not proprietary. <laughs> so okay, so you could put a, a, a yeah, you could do. I mean, it wasn't this guy did not own the concept. He clearly com- just combined two existing sure. things. Sure, yeah. where you could put that Microsoft screen that they use in like the NFL now, where you could feel every uh, one of these guys they want to say iPad every time <laughs> they're like, let's go to the uh, the the surface. Microsoft Surface, the Microsoft Surface Six. With and it just seems so unnatural. Did you see what Oprah did that time a couple of years ago? No. She, I guess she got hired to be a spokesperson for Microsoft Surface, mm-hmm. and she she tweeted out, "I am loving my new Microsoft Surface," or and then right underneath it says, "Sent from my iPad." Oh, that's just that's yeah. that makes me just want. Like I feel, Oprah had her come up that day. Yeah, brings her one step closer to where I'm standing, Sal. The gulf between me and Oprah got a little more narrow. Just a little Oprah in all of us. Yeah. So she had the, she wrote the thing from an iPad. Needless to say, it was uh, an advertisement slash technical faux pas of magnetic proportions. Yes. And that would be the kind of thing that uh, the people at Surface are just like, oh, what do we have to, how many checks do we have to write? To get people to start calling this thing a surface. And surface. I surface. Yeah. <laughs> My dog's name is Good and Poochie. I got this dog from a, a shelter. It's, uh, she's, uh, her name's not really Good and Poochie. That's what I call her. Uh, this is her on air name. Cause I don't want some weird listener calling her by a real, I'm walking around, some listener starts screaming her name. My dog goes out of control. It's one of my worst fears. <laughs> Out with my dog, some listener. Hey, blah, blah. Then my dog starts doing, listening to them. <laughs> no. It's not going to happen. Give my dog a fake radio name. Did you know that, Mike? Yeah, that was good. I'm just making sure you're paying attention. You get two more points for you, Mike. Mike's out there moving drugs. No, my, my, yeah. Hey, Mike. Do you think we should tell Sal about our, our TV show idea? Right? Why don't you come in here for a second? We had an idea for a show. And you're you're probably at that point in your career where you're looking to just, you're looking to like develop shows also. That's where you just true. don't want to <clears throat> have a show. We try, try that. Yeah, that, that, one, that one's not plugged in. This one is. speak yes can you say something testing there we go good we have an idea for a show it's called staten island garbage rats oh i know this 
You do? Yeah, you've spoken about it plenty of times. Well, we're ready to, we gotta go somewhere with this thing. Okay. We're ready to take it out of the realm of did theoretical. You want to take it on the, didn't you want to take it on the cruise or something we like did, that? We did, yes. We yes. wanted to go on the Impractical Jokers cruise <laughs> as the Staten Island garbage rats. But we need to get this thing on the air. Now, what, what it consists of, it's me, Mike, Pat, and Dudio, and a couple other people. And we hang out. The Arthur Kill dump, it's now just covered over. Like, they want it to be a park now or something? Yes. Can you imagine bringing somebody to the Let's go to the park. Why is the, why is the park wobbling? Like, why, why is the ground, why, right? This does, that does not feel like a park. No. What a fun hill we're on, right? I think there's like a 20 year or 15 years. In 15 years, it'll be done. And it's supposed to be one of the biggest parks in the yeah. East Coast or something like that. But right now... It would be us digging around, looking for trash. It'd be kind of like, what's that show? With those two weirdos are driving all over, ripping off rubes. American Pickers? American Pickers. You know the ones where they're just like, yeah, I'll give you $10 for that sign. And then they go and they they flip it for like four grand. Yes. And the guy was watching TV and then sees how much he got ripped off. <laughs> uh-huh. So it'd be kind of like that, where we, <laughs> where we go around. <laughs> Wait, it sounded like you had disdain for that, and then a moment later, you're like, that's what I <laughs> no, want to no, do. that's what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I only say it as I'm admiring their, their moxie, those two, those two, uh, Yankees, yeah. right? Going around. And they have the tattoo lady at the home base. Where they'll just like say, they'll say like, we need to get an old-fashioned gas pump uh-huh. or something. And then she'll be like, go to this place. And then there's like some hundred-year-old guy's hoarder has been holding on to every, <laughs> everything he's ever touched. He's yeah. got some mile-and-a-half-long garage filled with vintage Esso signs. Yeah. <laughs> there's always signs, Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Where, are people like hanging, wants. Yeah. where are they hanging yeah. these signs also? Yeah, where's, yeah, where's he hanging all these signs he's buying? Where's like anybody hang? You go over to their house, they got a sign. It's an old Coca-Cola sign. Oh, very interesting. Uh, I think I have to go now. Um, so, <laughs> but this is neither here nor there. It would be Staten Island garbage rats. It's me, Mike, Pat, Duty. Maybe Duty. I'm, I'm on the fence with Duty on being on this thing. We dig around. It's, and, and it's just, it's like, one man's trash. That's the, that's the on the poster. Right? Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, We dot, all know dot. how it yeah, ends. Exactly. Yeah. We all know how it ends. <laughs> so, one man's trash. And we'll find like things like, what's this? Like, here, here's an old Tickle Me Elmo, right? Like, if we kind of. That was a hot ticket. We kind of like hose this thing off. I bet you it still works, right? It's because it's probably covered in slime mm-hmm. from the dump, right? Because yeah, it's yeah, still. Yeah. Right? And maybe, you know, I was just thinking, as we're going down, we're getting deeper to different decades. So what decade are the, 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 the you go 10 feet are we deeper, in? it's yeah, a yeah. Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, right. Or yeah. Cabbage Patch Doll. Yeah, that's a Cabbage Patch Doll. Yeah, then, yeah. then you, then it's Raggedy Ann. Yeah, right? Raggedy Ann. <laughs> right? You keep going down. Yeah. Right? Well, who's the dude? Howdy Doody. Howdy yeah. Doody. Go past yes, Howdy yeah. Doody. <laughs> we're, we're getting further and further. It's right? a history show, too. Yeah, it's, it's history. It's kind of informative, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at this as kind of like, 
American Pickers crossed with uh, what? Pawn Stars? Yeah, yeah, they throw in a little history on that show too. Right? Yeah. That old man? Yeah. It's crazy when you find that that old man on that show is not that old. old. He's not nearly as old as you think he would be. <laughs> the, what do they call him, the old man on uh, Pawn Stars? Yeah, yeah. was like, hey, you moron. You do the thing, and he finally is like sixty-four. It's like, oh my god, what, what, what kind of living did you do? Hard yeah, it's like Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's like sixty-four years in Vegas turns you into. Tell me, I told you not to sell that baseball for a hundred dollars. Now, does he talk that way or is he drunk? Do you think he looks like a? He, he oh, probably, you can't accuse him of that. Well. Mike. I've heard of you. I don't know. This guy could be a teetotaler. I don't know. That's not fair. <laughs> to you to besmirch the old man. Okay. Sure, half the cast of the show is on <laughs> meth, but... He doesn't venture forth from that room very often. From that back room? Yeah, yeah. He, I've never seen him First standing. of all, when's the last time you watched that show? <laughs> I can't watch that. No, I don't watch it regularly, but I don't think I've ever seen him standing. Can, can you say you've, you've ever seen him standing? No, I can't. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen that old man stand, right? Yeah. So is this something you would be willing to, what, through what is your Tenderloins LLC? What is the production company called? That is it. It is? <laughs> yeah. But what's the title card going to be on this thing? What's what's the end card? Um, I, don't, I guess it's that. I don't know. Right? You got to, right, we got to come up with a splashy end card. Wasn't there a monkey involved at one point? We wanted a monkey. Yeah, we one wanted of us whoa, 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 whoa. You left out the monkey? <laughs> what does the monkey do? Just say he's going to be one of our buddies at the dump. And yeah. like maybe we send him oh, that's down. that's big. We send that's him big. down. That's big. Now to, I'm listening. To get the real rare. <laughs> like, go get the rare stuff. Get down there. I said get down there. Schnell. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I have questions. Oh, <laughs> That's I'm taking word. it serious. Okay. I have questions. Uh-huh. First of all, yes. it's fantastic. Okay. Like every development meeting. We love so much about this. <laughs> right, right. If anybody, if you're ever in a meeting, anybody, and the person says, we love so much about this, they're not making your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. If the first thing they say to you is, we love so much about this, you might, you can just leave at that yeah. point and save all of Everybody, some just valuable time on earth. Really we'll be in touch is another one. Yeah. We'll uh, be a death knell. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Will we? No. <laughs> so what questions do you have about Staten Island garbage rats? So. Okay. Uh, my first one is to what end? Uh, mm. Like in, in an episode, like, okay, let's say you dig down, you find something. Do you just identify it? Uh, but, but like, what happens? Like, wh- where's the end okay. of our journey? That's a great, that's a great note. Yeah. Great note. Maybe we work in a little bit of, what's that one where they were rip? what's the locker room one? Not locker room, storage wars. Storage. Yeah, yeah, storage Maybe we have to sell what we mm-hmm. found mm. and see what we can sell it for. Yeah, I, and I, I got a great place we can sell it. Well, well, that's you're putting the cart before the horse a little bit on this. <laughs> what are you doing? Location scouting on this thing now? No, I thought maybe What's... masses. Oh, this guy with this mass. <laughs> Do you know about? The... God strike me dead, please, right now, please, please. Where's the lightning bolt? This guy, this guy, tends bar uh-huh. at this bar masses in Bayonne. 
Now, Bayonne is a rough town, right? It's famous for, they shot War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise War of yeah. the Worlds. They shot part of that there. And also in Staten Island. They shot part of on Staten Island, yes. They, uh, Hysterical Blindness. The Uma Thurman movie, yeah. Hysterical Blindness. Yeah, yeah no. I, of course, you didn't know what that was. The Wrestler? Parts of The Wrestler? The Wrestler, Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke actually made Bayonne seem more sane when he was walking around. <laughs> People were like... What is this? <laughs> Who's this down to earth guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's this salt of the yeah. earth fellow? <laughs> it's, and Bayonne, I'm not going to be smirched, Bayonne. Uh-huh. You know I like Bayonne. Well, I, I, I always feel a link to Staten Island. We've got the bridge, and the bridge is open now. It's been uh, under construction for the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. they finally opened the thing. Yeah, that bridge. I have Bayonne love. Mm, yeah. Sure. There's a connection there. And look, Bayonne. Gary the Squirrel said something very hurtful about Bayonne last week that I was I was very offended when he said that on Staten on on in Bayonne they only showed Django Unchained backwards <laughs> like that's that way it has that's the way they like to watch oh it on Staten Island on Bayonne not Staten Island okay. <laughs> did Gary clarify that. He did clarify because okay. he was, and I apologize on his behalf. Okay. He's not here tonight. I accept. So, did you so, ever resent the fact that it's called the Bayonne Bridge and not the Staten Island Bridge? Never even crossed no, my mind. No, okay, no. No. Mike, no, maybe, you Mike, know. you think these guys are thinking of that <laughs> Outer Bridge, Gothels, yeah, Verrazano? Yeah. They don't even know the Bayonne Bridge mm-hmm. connects with Staten. You think they even think about that? Oh, I love the Bayonne Bridge. It's the closest bridge to my house, and you go over, and there's like fun stuff over there. Like, um, what's that burger place where they come up to you, like outside on the skates? Uh, Sonic. Yes. <laughs> anyway, here or there, Tom, here or there. Wait, that's a fun. That's <laughs> a fun thing. Wait, you got to check out. I had some idea. other. Let me show Wait, you some other. Not to change things. the subject, but I had yeah. an idea for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like maybe you two should compete against each other. Oh, there we mm-hmm. go. You dig and compete, so you can excavate, like maybe the from the oldest deck or whatever, and then see you could sell their item more. Because then at least I'm going to latch on. I want to root for somebody, and then there's a winner mm-hmm. and a loser. There's some type of uh, something that keeps me invested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And then we also have to figure out a way to work in like the vermin that are running amok in the in the dump that we're probably regularly getting bitten by okay. and yeah. attacked by. Yeah. Right? As possum, raccoons. Possum, raccoons, rats, just Rat, rats. Yeah, but, yeah. Because we're the garbage rats. Yeah. But there will be actual Staten Island <laughs> garbage rats running loose uh-huh. amongst us who are humans in uh, we'll have like, like, uh, you know, like, like, like a one piece, like a janitor hazmat. jumpsuit. Yeah, you know, like a, well, not hazmat. Like a, I've pictured like, j- like janitor kind jumpsuit. of zip up. I tell you what, I would love for you guys to sponsor like a little league team. The Staten Island Rats. The Staten Island Rats. Garbage, the Staten Island the garbage, garbage Rats. Get the name out right? there, yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's a team you're going to root for. Like, it's an underdog team. Like yeah. The Garbage Rats. Yeah. No, everyone counts them out immediately. Exactly. The Staten Island, it's, it's like a new Bad News Bears. Right. Right? How about a special ep- episode where we look for bodies? Uh, you know, like, use. Well, that's a different show. Sonar. Or, I mean, it's got to be a few. Sonar? There's got to be a few bodies over there, right? 
I would venture to say that every a garbage episode... dump on Staten Island. I don't think so, Mike. <laughs> I think I think the potential's there every episode. <laughs> it just depends on what decade the body's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go deeper and deeper for the bodies, yeah. right? You identify by the suits they're wearing. <laughs> How how long the they've show, been The down. series finale is when someone gets Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody finds Hoffa at the Arthur Kill dump. Paul Bruno, Staten Island's own, uh-huh. second-ranked uh, best DJ of uh, on the Staten Island Advance poll, uh, said uh, he keeps editing the culture section of the New Dork Wikipedia. To include my many references to it, but it keeps getting removed. So that me- leads me to believe that someone is very proud of Newdorp, and they don't like the- my name being added to the Wikipedia for it. <laughs> Look, Newdorp, what do they got? They got the music store, they got the... Which isn't there anymore. It's not? No, our, sure? our music center? No, not our music center. That's uh, back in the mall off uh, Highland. That's in the plaza. But it's in so. Nudo Plaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, we're going deep Which now. What are you talking about? Like that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. next to... Like Jeff. actual instruments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next to uh, J-H-U. Jim Hanley's. You know, because Jim Hanley's not there anymore, so it's not... <laughs> then there's that weird pizza place. Have you filmed in that pizza place? Did you film on Nudorp? No. Ever? Uh, yes, yes. We filmed mm-hmm. in. Um, there's a salon there. Mm-hmm. Um, in season one, we filmed at that. I, I, the name slips my mind. Okay. But um, AF Bennett, yeah, AF Bennett, yeah. Mike, yeah. You wanted to say something to Sal. Say it. What's the thing you want to say? You have a bone to pick with Sal. Have you ever uh, filmed at uh, Danino's? Is that the? Is that the? That's not He's as a, much of a uh, bone. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't remember this. You I were saying you think he, you think that they exaggerate their laughs on the show. Oh. I don't oh. think so for a second. No. Okay. All I right. don't think so for a second. Are you trying to throw me under the bus here? No. Just being a mic. No. It's an honest <laughs> show. With Mike, this is a safe place, I hope. <laughs> Come on. I'm here to shoot I want to give him a shirt later on. Look. <laughs> He's not going to take the shirt. <laughs> Look, okay, okay, to be fair, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, mm-hmm. it's one of the things I internally uh-huh. fear when I'm in the moment. It actually psychs me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cause because here's I, the, here's the, sorry, sorry you go ahead. It's no, like no, no, I was just going to say that I hate how much I laugh. Oh. And I hate that I actually collapse sometimes and I act, like after like the second season, I try to hold myself up because mm-hmm. I felt like I, I watch, actually I don't watch uh-huh. the show because yeah. I hate watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it can at times be obnoxious mm-hmm. and I feel like I, I, I'm part of that. I really do. I just feel like, you know, in the moment, not thinking of it and you're in these surreal situations and your friend makes you laugh real hard and then you watch it back and sometimes you feel like a big jerk mm-hmm. and, uh, and sometimes I, I hate how much I laugh. I can, I can and, relate uh, to that. When we edit it, I have them cut laughter out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. See? Yeah. Okay, all right. And first of yeah. all, so say, I get where you come from, Mike. First okay. of all, Mike, I apologize. All right. I did throw you under the bus a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Sal will take the masses shirt. Because okay. Mike works at this bar, Masses, and he's got these shirts. He's got this whole merchandising line. Yeah. Masses shirts. He's got a... I've worn all the shirts you gave me on the show so far. Oh, that's awesome. Thank nice. you. Yes. It's got a... It should be airing soon. He sells headshots. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? 
It's you an autograph headshot. <laughs> oh, you oh, okay. You don't I have those. You sell like you do headshots for people. Like, oh no, no, your services. Yet. No, he sells these head. Yeah. Look, I can tell he's so mad at me for saying that thing about your laugh. I'm doomed. I'm never leaving the show now. No, Mike. He I, just I, shot me one of these. It's such he a valid. Me, it's a valid. No, 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 he shot me a side glance that terrified me, chilled me to the bone. I'm gonna get murdered tonight. He just went like this. And that was the, that's all he needed to say. Drug Lord Mike. That's all he needed to say. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got, he sells these headshots where it's just like, it's just a basic headshot and he signs it. He, he sold so many of these things. What oh, I would love to put one up in the background of a scene on the show. I can get it to you. Yeah. Oh, I can get it to you. Oh, you can you do that? You think you can, you can put that together to get the headshot? No. Look, Mike. Again. Okay. Please. <laughs> Don't. Just remember. Yeah. I apologized. You did. <laughs> I'm on your side. Yeah. Tom's on your side. Okay. It sounds like a news okay. segment. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Tom, Tom on, on your side. side. <laughs> We're here on, like, the where they're just, like, overcharging at a place. <laughs> I always love when What's-His-Face would do those things. He'd be, like, going after a place, like, they raise the price of batteries at this uh, place outside Madison Square Garden when the convention comes to town. It's like, really no larger fight you can be using your news crew. You should to burst take into off. our show when we're laughing too much. Be like, Tom on your side. Like, you guys are exaggerating your laughs. Oh, I'm I here. have it's no Tom problem on your with side. this. Now, I have no problem with it. I believe that they were authentic. Mm-hmm. Look, we thought there, there was a performative element is what Mike thought there was to it. But I saw you laugh here. Last time I was like, that told me it was, uh, that it's authentic. Cause you're laughing so much. You yeah. couldn't fake that. I, no, I, I like to laugh. I, I think maybe it's a little jealousy. Yeah. It is jealousy, I right? I don't have enough laughing he in has my every, life. Right? Doesn't yeah. he have everything? Yeah, he does. And we I, have nothing? I, I, I wish I could laugh. How like do we that. have nothing? Just that, you know, that joyful, <laughs> just I know. from the belly, yeah. you know, just get it up there. When's the last time you laughed like that? Oh, it's been so long. I don't know. I don't When's know. the last time I, lo- I lost? You know, the last time I laughed like that was watching Impractical Jokers. I'm not kidding oh, you. Yeah. I was watching the episode when <laughs> that one with the death chair, I think, is one of the funniest things I've oh, ever yeah, we seen. Oh, yeah, we were texting Yeah, I texted yeah. you about it. Just like, there's a chair, <laughs> right? It's like a, like a... We didn't even like that one. I mean, well, oh, no, we did, so we did, but we were unsure of it before mm-hmm. it started. It's the great. Yeah. It's the greatest. It and, ended up being, like, we cried laughing that day because Q was... So he was like so um he was just trapped yeah. but i remember before we had done the chair before mm-hmm. so we were like well we were just a little hesitant and then we're like well what if we add all these elements to it yeah. and cuz it's and a chair it, it's basically like a like a what would you call it like a like a senior scooter kind of thing <laughs> like a jazzy like a jazzy mm-hmm. rascal yeah and it but it's customized with like a megaphone yeah. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, and he I has to hold one. the thing up in front of him, but they yeah. control what's being actually yeah, yeah, said. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. And it, but then it also fires confetti. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. a leaf blower attached <laughs> to Shout it. Shout out to Will Faxon uh-huh. who makes that all happen. Oh, yeah, that so was a great funny. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the last time I laughed really hard was uh, you guys uh, watching Planet Earth too. <sighs> no, I'm not. This sounds depressing already. <laughs> no. People can't see it, but like a moment ago when you were like, I don't remember the last time I laughed like that, you had such a look in your eyes. It was, it was like a very shy, like it was very sad. It's mm-hmm. from the heart. It's from the yeah. heart. You think Is I'm it? making this up? 
No, no right? No, there, there was a scene this week. They did the jungle. They're doing all the different places in the world yeah, for, yeah. and showing the animals. Uh-huh. And they, they had a scene. They're just sort of going into the jungle. And you hear this animal, this plane of whale, because all the animals are calling to each other because they want to mate. And you just hear this whale going, Why? Why? <laughs> and who's doing that? Well, you never saw it. That was what was weird about it. You didn't see what animal was saying that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, why? It's like you're doing the Nancy Kerrigan impression. Because <laughs> that's what she oh, said. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, they, maybe that, yeah, I didn't, I, didn't pick up, I didn't pick up on the echo of Remember? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like, yeah, similar. Why? Yeah. Wow. I didn't make that connection. Jeff Galuli. Galuli. Remember Galuli? Yeah, Galuli. People were yelling at Galuli. <laughs> They're making that movie now, the Tanya Harding movie, with Margot Robbie as playing Tanya Harding. And they put uh, they, there was like a production picture from it, and she looked so much like her. It was unbelievable. I can't wait for this Tanya Harding movie. Oh, I can't wait. Well, you know, if that does well, they, the, the Joey Buttafuoco movie's got to be right behind it, right? Yeah. That's going to pave the way. Sure. Well, yeah. there, there probably has been one of those already, right? Well, Drew Barrymore was in the one TV movie when she was kind of rebuilding her career. She played Amy Fisher in mm-hmm. one of those TV movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What would be the ultimate Staten Island uh, bio uh, pick like that? What would it be? Oh, so like an infam- of an infamous Staten or, Island? Yeah, I guess like a legendary thing uh, and not like Wu-Tang Clan. It wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of there's a lot of mafia ties. Like a chin, the chin, the guy, the chin. Yeah. Or he walked around in his bathrobe yeah, and yeah. stuff. But I think they did that too already. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, infamous wise. Say again. Big Ange. Big Ange. Big Ange story. Late oh, great uh, Big I think Ange. she was like, I don't know much about her, but I, people say such <laughs> nice things about her. I think she was uh-huh. beloved more than infamous. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Although she was probably infamous to people who, you know, are, I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know the show, but she, mm-hmm. I met her once at a fundraiser and she was a sweet lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it might be the Impractical Jokers. To to make a, a a thing about who would play us? Oh boy, don't I answer. Don't, know. don't answer that, Tom. Don't answer. I wouldn't. I hate. I hate when anybody says who anyone looks like yes. is my least favorite thing. Because then people say they think they're being like complimentary, and they say the thing, and it hurts so much when they say you look like boob, and you're like, what? I do. Oh no! And you're just like super. Yeah. We get tweets like that a lot. Mm-hmm. People will put like my picture in a split screen with a friend or themselves, or and they, they'll tweet us. I get like one a day, and uh-huh. it says, "Oh my god, I always get c- called you. I look like you, or my brother, or my cousin, or my friend." And I get one a day, and I saved every one. I have a folder of them on my computer because every <laughs> single one ever has been completely sobering, a sobering experience. Sobering. Nobody. I, exactly. I was never yeah. like, "Oh, good, I look like that." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, well, that's why, yeah. Mike, New York Marathon. Next week, I'm going to announce on the show whether I can do it or not. What are the odds I just keel over during the marathon and that's it? Like, right? Well, well, the 5K race is is that's. Oh, I'm th- not doing the 5K. Well, 5K is three and a half miles. In for a penny, that. in for a pound. Why well, not do the whole 26? No, but that would be a good tune-up. 
This way. Oh, I'll do tune-ups. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main event is the New York Marathon. Right, right, right. You think it's not going to be the first thing I do? No, but like, all right, let's start this running thing. <laughs> How <laughs> long is this? Twenty-six point six. Okay, when's let the, me get ready for this. When's the last? Oh, time? this is hard. How far am I? <laughs> when's when, the last time you did like sort of long-distance running? It's been I mean, a while. You may not un- enjoy it. Mike, That's it's not I'm, about me enjoying it. It's going to be for whatever <laughs> charity I'm doing it for. Yeah, but it, right? it could be a torturous thing. Can I ask a question? Oh, please. You said you'll announce next week if you think you're doing it or not. What happens between now and next? How do you make that decision? Like, what are the factors? I weigh, I, 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 I weigh my options. <laughs> 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 I think I could do it, but well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I want to do. You could walk it. Like I think oh, they, that would be no, but I think they stay walking twenty six miles is not a. Oh no, that's they hard. Finish, also, yeah. they, they finish the next day. I no, think. but I think they stay until like everybody. They finishes, do, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, you know, yeah. Can you imagine? But nobody's cheering you. I on. will. I will. I will I'm walk coming. it with you. <laughs> Dude, I'm coming, guys. For charity. I'll do that speed walking. <laughs> like, I'm on my way. Please stay at that 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 timetable for another. I'm probably like three hours away. No, I gotta run this thing. And Mike, I'm gonna run it so hard. I'm gonna, the first thing I'm gonna do is run it super hard right off the bat. So even if for just like 10 seconds, I'm in first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's the, and then suddenly it, then I'll fall back. Do you know that stuff about, you know, because they're running, you know, when nature calls. Okay. They yeah. have different things that they do. I mean, are you prepared to do something like, like that? Like Ace Ventura. Mike. <laughs> when, na- when nature calls, yes. Which someday, Sally, you'll watch it on a, a TV with all three bulbs. And boy, wait, wait till you see how that picture lights up. You'll get more of the jokes that way. <laughs> you'll finally watch it and see it in full color. Like, oh, okay. That's what that I couldn't see. <laughs> I couldn't see he was feeding those baby birds with his thing because there's no because of the wash of blue across everything. Mike, yes, I want to ask some rapid fire questions. Oh, okay. So, you, I'll you, the board. You can go. Yeah. So, how many episodes are in season six of the show? Uh, twenty six plus whatever specials they do. So it usually shakes out to about thirty one. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you did the uh, the last season, you ended up doing some living nightmare where you were getting tortured at the uh, at the uh, where was that at the with the Barclay Center? Where were you getting with the Nitro Circus? Oh, thing? that was Barclay. Yeah, yeah. That seemed like you were gonna die. I I'm afraid of heights, you know. Mm-hmm. And they lifted me up uh, to the rafters there, mm-hmm. but they put you on these little. Um, Tension wires that okay. are are literally the uh, the circumference of a cocktail straw. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And so they uh, it's live, and I had mm-hmm. not gone up before mm-hmm. that. Okay. And they click it on, and I didn't know because that people voted for who would do that, so okay. I didn't really know till the moment of. Yeah, but you know they're going to go for you. I, Why is that? I suspect people. I they'd say I suffer well. Yeah. Why do they? But the, what? It's like. Hasn't he suffered enough, though? I you agree. lose, like, f- four out of every five of these things is you getting punished. I think enough is enough with it. I I agree. Yeah. You get it so badly, but you do suffer well, though. 
like this last thing when you had the cats all over you. Look, admittedly, most people are like, yeah, I might actually pay to have cats crawl all over me, yeah. right? I would actually be like, oh, I get to lay down and somebody dumps cats all over me? I'll do that. But for you... No, something kicks in internally. Mm-hmm. I, I get like my whole body gets tense. I just don't trust cats. I had a friend that had a cat growing up that attacked me every day, so like, mm-hmm. that's where it probably stems from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't like that. They also had like a mountain lion that they were going to supposed to put on me, and the guy canceled like the morning of. They told me that after, and I thank the heavens for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, at one point you had like a stake dropped on your chest, yeah. scaring you. With that. And that was supposed to be for, what was it, uh, Joe? It was like um, uh, it was some type of uh, like a safari cat. I don't know. Was yeah, like, it was, a, like mm-hmm. it was a step above domesticated. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Like that I would not like. No, and the, but the guy bailed. Mm-hmm. So they put like a 40-pound cat on me, mm-hmm. but that cat looked like it was dead. It didn't even move, so I think they cut it out. Okay. Yeah. So, because this is the thing with these animal wranglers also. They can't wrangle half these animals. Yeah. I, like, I've worked on things and said, like, oh, we need a deer to cross the street. So they get a deer wrangler. That's a, somebody who caught a deer is all it is. Yeah. And got the deer hooked on their food. I mean, that's all it is. Because they'll be like, I could get the deer to do this. All right, come on. And the deer, it takes an hour and a half for the deer to do the thing. 90% yeah. of wrangling is saying you're wrangling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and capturing the animal that you need. To have. Because, like, they're going to get that mountain lion. They can't. Yeah, don't worry. He's fine. Just don't just don't move or whatever. It's like, okay, don't move. What's that? Then you have no control over. If you didn't train him to not flip out if I move, yeah. then you, this animal has no, there's nothing domesticated about this animal. That's not, you and I are wranglers. Professional. We, we are one we're like one trap away from being a wrangler yeah. for whatever animal we get to. You just have to announce that you're a wrangler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you get a certificate. Yeah. It's just, and it's be like, this is what we would do. Be like, I'd say, I'll go get the animal. You go get the certificate. <laughs> I'll call you and, and I'll tell you, you, you go to Staples and just be ready. I'll call you and tell you what name to fill in in the it's line. It's Sharpling and Volcano Wranglers Incorporated. Well, that actually, I think that works which might be it might be another show that might be another show is where we wrangle animals it would be like when all those uh or fail to wrangle or fail to (laughs) wrangle fail yeah if we learn anything from my show this 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 you know humor in the failure yeah i uh yeah the failure to wrangle but those animals (laughs) that's a good name for the show failure Failure to to wrangle (laughs) (laughs) Now, which member of Impractical Jokers is most likely to uh, start their own third-rate knockoff show 15 years from now of like a like a low-rent version of the show with none of the other three involved? Uh, I think he would admit this himself. I got to go with James Murray on that. Okay. Yeah. Where it would just be like uh, like one of those like like James Murray's like like when uh, it almost looks like it's gonna like. Like unpractical, right? That, that's exactly Joker. Murray, if he was here, he would admit it because that's he's a, like he he is uh-huh. an idea guy. His specialty would be to learn how to retool our show. Yeah, for sure. Have real um, small letters, unpractical. For yeah, yeah. Um, who's uh, who would be most likely to get caught embezzling money? 
Oh my God, Joe Gatto, yeah. <laughs> he might be doing it now. I don't really. Uh-huh. He, he has an air of him about it. Like he's, there's something about it. Like I just feel like he embezzles something. <laughs> Whatever that may be. Who would be most likely to cure a disease? Um, you can put like, yourself. You mean on like um, actually be the person who discovers a cure? Yeah. And look, I'm not saying any of them are probable. I'm just saying, I know. of the four, t- like they take these questions serious. Yeah, um, like who does discover yeah. a disease? Like to cure a disease? Uh, to cure a disease, not discover. Oh, discovering a disease would yeah. be cute. Because well, I was, uh, okay. <laughs> was going to ask about spreading a disease. Cure, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know who that would be. I don't know. Um, I would. I don't know. Maybe you, me or Q. Who do you think who of of the four who who will win a major award? Like like, for, like from Christmas for, Story? No, no, not from not that. No, from like one of the big four. Like in, oh, like a, I completely my mind was not where you were yeah. just now. Um, oh my god, I have no clue. Um, maybe Q. He's a really good writer. Okay, yeah. Who would be most likely to run for office? Uh, Murray. Okay. And who would be most likely to wake up in a dumpster? Uh, also Q. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the best and worst tippers? Oh, um, well, I know that I tip very, very well. Mm-hmm. I worked my whole life on tips. Sure. And I over tip and I've almost never not tipped excessively, even with bad service. Cause I have like a guilt thing. Cause you know so, that they could have just be having a bad day. I do. I think about all that. So I will, yes. I will nominate myself mm-hmm. in that one. For the okay. Best. Worst tipper is uh, it would also be unanimously Murray. Okay. Because yeah. mm. I I know what that's like. I worked uh, I worked enough uh, jobs where yeah. you're just like, what am I getting? Nobody goes broke tipping. Yeah. Nobody goes broke tipping. Yeah. Also, now that we're on TV, people just immediately think we're rich, and that's mm-hmm. not the case at all. Yeah. But like when I'm at a place and the person recognizes me, like recognizes me, like the server or whatever the um. Like the waiter or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, I wish they wouldn't have, because mm-hmm. I tip like fifty percent even more than I already tip well, and I yeah. tip even more than that because I'm like, I don't want to walk out of here. And they think I have money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a little bit, you know, a little look, bit. You got some, but you don't sec- have all of it. But like after the first episode, people were like, Oh, where's yeah. your gold car? <laughs> where's your what are you hanging out with the jerky boys with that? <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um <clears throat> Jerky Boys SC where was my gold car? Yeah. So um I wanted to say this. I went to this uh Lou Reed, they they, they made this big announcement. Lou Reed's uh, whole uh, uh, archives have been donated to the New York Public Library. Oh, and then, so they're like, all of the stuff, everything. And you could see, like, they had an initial, like, a two libraries in New York. They were going to have a, like, a preview of all of the stuff. So I, like, was in New York and I went to the 42nd Street Library. I'm like, oh, let me check the stuff out. And I go there and it's two basic cases that took maybe three minutes to look at to wrangle all the stuff to wrangle the stuff in it and it was like 
It was like all the minor. It was like it was like stuff that would be interesting if there were also super cool things to look at. Also, you'd be like, "Oh, there's his passport. Oh wow, it's Lou Reed's passport." And uh, there's a letter that uh, Paul McCartney wrote him saying, "Here's my album. I sent you a copy." And then there was like three minutes, and I asked at the desk, "I'm just like, is that the whole exhibit?" And they're like, "Well, there's a bigger." Uh, Bigger one over at Lincoln Center Library. So I go to Lincoln Center looking all over for this thing. It's in the cafe. Two tables again. <laughs> Another three minutes looking. <laughs> Another letter from Paul McCartney. Another two, letter. No, it was like, well, Paul McCartney sure wrote Lou Reed a fair amount of letters <laughs> if two of them are in these archives already. My dearest Lou. It was, it was like that. And then. The best thing in it, though, was uh, there was a photo. Uh, there were four photos of Lou Reed adopting a puppy. And I put one picture on Instagram today that somebody was just taking pictures while he adopted a puppy. Um, and then he was big into Tai Chi. So there, one, there was one of his tai, notebooks where he had all his Tai Chi notes in it and, and things. And then one of them had... These illustrations that he did, and I took a picture. It was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Is it is like a nine-year-old drew two karate, <laughs> like it's like two karate guys fighting. I'm going to show you this. I'm going to put it up on Instagram later. This is the picture that Lou Reed had in his notebook. <laughs> You did not oversell it. No. Oh, my God. Hey, Mike. Oh, my God. I want you to see this picture. That is insane. This is... That is insane. If you haven't laughed, this will make you laugh. This is Lou Reed's Tai Chi drawing. <laughs> I like how more work has gone into him and less work into his victim. Because he's like, bam! The kicking leg. Bam! The, the, the kicking leg is so out of proportion. Yeah. yeah. Studio? Yeah. Do you want to see this? I, I did not think that it was going oh, to no. look like that. Oh, no. I could not believe Even when you teed it up. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I'm going to say this right now. If you cannot laugh at this, <laughs> I'll I'll give you fifty dollars. Okay. If you cannot laugh at this, like seriously, not laugh at this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had no chance. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and the more you look at it, it looks like Lou Reed. Kicking, he like drew it as himself. Pat, okay. Oh my god! I'm telling you, fifty dollars if you don't laugh at this. Get yourself ready. Wow! Laughing. Look at it. No, you're laughing. Look, no, you can look. I maybe I owe you fifty dollars. I think he mm. wanted to laugh, and he prohibited you. Inhibited him. Okay. I, I, uh, 
Okay. Hard towards the end. It was hard. Yeah. Well, this is what I want to say then. That's crazy. So he drew that in his notebook? Yeah. <laughs> oh my if God. you look at the whole page, uh-huh. it's, I'll go 75 or nothing. If you look at the whole Wait. page. So Lou Reed drew this? <laughs> Lou Reed drew this. Okay. Here's the description. Okay. Lou Reed, Tai Chi notebook. Lou Reed actively promoted the art of Tai Chi. His notes include drawings and writings, some of which draw from his studies with Tai Chi master Ren uh, Giangi. I hope Ren never saw that. Now, here's the whole notebook. <laughs> here's the whole notebook page. Okay, which has worse drawings on it. I think, that's, I think the middle two are worse. D- dare I say that picture single-handedly knocks his whole musical catalog down a peg. Yeah, I think I think less of him <laughs> because of this picture. Here's the whole the whole thing. We're just gonna you gotta hold. I took it at the wrong angle, so you have to look like. There's often nothing funnier than a bad drawing. I yeah. Not. Yeah. Believe. What I'm looking at. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's, if I told you, it's like, here's the thing an eight-year-old it's, drew. It's unbelievable. It's. Look at his right hand, his right arm. <laughs> his right arm is three times the length of his body. Mm-hmm. People are tweeting the pictures out already. People have seen. Oh, my God. I, did he finish that and, and was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> now that? I understand the art of Tai Chi. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's wonderful. That's that's probably yeah. one of the best things I've seen in a long while. <laughs> uh, uh. It makes me feel better about myself. Uh-oh. <coughs> Mike! Get in here. Get in here! Here we go. Harry! You know, I, I had a chance to step on you, Gary. I saw you there under the table, yeah. and I didn't do it. Oh, boy. Do I get any points for that? Yeah, great story. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Yeah. Who is this? Who's who? Damn. That's Sal. Oh, yeah. What up? Hey, Gary. We... Impractical Jokers! <laughs> We've met. We've met before. What's up, mustache? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, Sal. Yes, Gary. What has 89 legs? 150 teeth and can't read. My audience. The front row in an impractical jumper <laughs> show. 89 legs. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> wait, wait, Somebody's how, either got wait, one, how many two teeth? fewer, one too many. How many teeth across 44 and a half people? 150. Oh, that's not a lot at all. That's three teeth a pe- person. Hey, do you know Casey Jost? I do. The Jost with the most. <laughs> did you see Staten Island Summer? Yes, I did, Gary. What an exciting movie that was, huh? What a thrilling plot. Will the guy from Staten Island get the girl and go to Harvard? Or will he only go to Harvard? Oh my god, I'm on the edge of my seat! <laughs> I hope this guy makes it! It's like a real, real rocky story! 
Gary always always makes my cheeks hurt. Colin Jost is brother. Did you hear what Trump said about Colin Jost? <laughs> No. He says, my kind of guy, I think he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is this whole thing, Carbonaro effect? Do you know what the Carbonaro effect is? Yes, I do. Gets me to change the channel. <laughs> That's the effect. I reach for the remote. Yeah, he's doing magic. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a great show. He does magic. You gotta watch a guy climb into an air hockey table. And then show up on the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always at the end of the show. I, I think that I, the person's like, what happened? What happened? And he goes, well, I think it's the Carbonaro effect. It's the Carbonaro effect. Have you heard of that? And he was going, No! I don't know what that is. And then he's like, how many years do I have to do this show before one of you people have heard of the Carbonaro effect? I think it's the Carbonaro effect. <coughs> oh, really? It's a prank magic show that you're on right now. You know what I'd say to him? I'm not signing the release! You just burned half a day, stupid! <laughs> yeah, that's my effect! The squirrel and orbo effect! I'm not signing the release! Unless you pay me double! Squirrel Bonaro? Squirrel Bonaro? What's up with Chris Webber? Oh, God, Briggs! Right? <laughs> hey, you know why they gave that show to Chris Webber? Because it'd be 48 minutes before everyone, before it gets canceled. Hey, Mike. Yeah. What's going on in Bayonne? Not a whole lot. You going to the green quick jack? <laughs> yeah. They got a quick jig in Bayonne. It's all solar. Right? Yeah. It's real great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get my gas there. Yeah, you oh, Where do you get those bootleg DVDs? <laughs> There's a couple uh, operators who come into the bar periodically. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a movie? That is also what I want you to do. Okay. Get out! <laughs> Get out! Get it! Get it! Get out! Carbonaro! Oh my god, Gary makes you laugh. It's so called much. the Carbonaro effect. Oh really? Oh boy. What's next? What's next? Give me a show on that channel. Those who can't, right? Yes, good guys. Those who can't do teach. Those who can't teach teach Jim. Those who can't teach write a show called Those Who Can't. <laughs> now those guys are all right. 
<laughs> the burn. I don't care anymore. I got my agent ain't returning my calls. Milt Gorman. I think he's dead. He was working at a Panda Express. I called my agent. He picked up. It's like Panda Express. <laughs> it's like, is milk there? <laughs> they're like, they're like, he's hosing the walks down in the back. <laughs> and then he's like, he put me out on a general meeting. For the general, for those commercials. I thought it was a general meeting, but it was for the general. What's Shaq doing with all these things? Is Shaq broke? Did Shaq lose all his money or something? Icy hot, the general. This guy made like a billion dollars playing basketball. He's riding in a, they got rid of that penguin from those commercials and they switched him with Shaq. The penguin had enough. <laughs> the penguin was like, yeah, these commercials blow. What should we do? Let's get Shaq. <laughs> hey, hey, it's me, Shaq. Hey, General. Yeah. Hey, General. With the insurance. <laughs> they have to put Shaq in the thing and comp him in. What a low point. Hey, Shaq, can we slide you over three inches? You're bleeding into the general right now. <laughs> on this comp, on this comp shot. So. <coughs> yes. Impractical joke, it's Thursday nights on True TV. True TV. Hey, Mike. Mike. He's in the can. <laughs> Hey, Dudio. How's it going, Dudio? Hi, how's it Dudio? He's got this fake announcer voice. Hey, it's me, Dudio. I'm uh, just a little thing. Spare us! Spare us! Hey, Dudio. Yeah. Did you see Split? I didn't see Split. Why don't you do it? I want Mike to get out, <laughs> and I want you to Split. <laughs> Ah, you know, it's fascinating to me when Gary's on. I look only at Gary. Yeah. I can't look away from Gary. Of course you can. It's, you know why? why? The squirrel Bonaro effect. <laughs> You're hypnotized. <laughs> now I'm going to show up over here. <laughs> squirrel. thought you were done with me. No. <laughs> Rope-a-dope. Yeah. Rope the dope thing to coming back in. What's up, Gary? Not much. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Get out. Oh, Mike. No, would you have a copy of that movie, Get Out? No, not yet. You're going to get it? I think they said two weeks. My two guy, weeks? My guys, yeah. It's usually a two-week lag for the bootleggers. Don't admit yeah. that. Bootleggers. Yeah, nothing like supporting entertainment. Yeah, I got my bootleg DVD. Yeah. Hey, you guys are finding Dory. Right? Yeah. What have they got? What's the latest one you bought? 
John Wick 2. John Wick 2? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I had the problems with the geographically, as you uh, noted earlier. I didn't note it. <laughs> oh, well, you're... Uh, Tom, 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 Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah better. Okay. <laughs> All right. APMike.bandcamp.com. Thank you, Gary. Mike. Yeah. Split. <laughs> get out. <laughs> the sequel to Get Out and Stay Out. I'm out. Gary the Squirrel out. At Gary the Squirrel with an A. There he goes. Oh, my God. Love Gary. Gotta love, love. Gary. Tears. Sal, Volcano, it's so much fun when you come by. I love it so much. I love coming by, Tom. I have so great. I, I ditto, really. I, I have tears in my eyes. Because right you now. straddle all these lines. I don't know how you do it. You got the show, and then you're out with these sleazy comedians. You fit into that world. Those guys, one of those guys is scarier than the next. I don't know. I wouldn't, they wouldn't pay me to go into that world. Nah, you peel away a layer. They're all no, they would get good, good Those guys would not like me. They're good people. They Why? wouldn't like me. Cause Why? They, they seem, they, they, that's a rough crowd. The New York stand-up. That's a rough scene. I don't fit into that. Oh, I, I don't fit. I'm a gentle soul, Sal. No, I, you're like me, man. And when I went into it, I was like, hesitant. everyone's very sweet. There's a couple of assholes. There always is. Yeah. Excuse my language. That's but, all right. But, it's after uh, midnight. But no, you you should come around. What am I gonna do? Sit there come and watch. hang. We have it's fun sometimes. <laughs> Is that was that a, was that a glowing? Uh, <laughs> I just can't. can I convince you. <laughs> I know my place. I know I don't fit into that world. Look, there's other worlds I do fit into. I fit into the world at the the food bank I work. I volunteer at now. I fit in there. I load meat, right? Sort me. What's this? Oh, pork one. Okay, let's put it in the box marked pork, right? Okay. Oh, it's this. Pork oh. wrangler. Oh, turkey. Poultry. Poultry wrangler. Yeah. I'll wrangle whatever they wheel out on that pallet. You should see me. I sort this stuff. I leave there. at the... <laughs> I'm, I do feel like Rocky. It's like Rocky was punching the meat. I'm punching chicken uh, paws. Wait, you're supposed to, aren't you supposed to hand that out to people to eat? You start, do you start to punch it? Well, you got to soften up the chicken paws a little bit before they get them. Now, who are your pals here, Sal? You have a couple pals with you here. Oh, yes. My... You guys want to say hi? Hey, how's it going? Hey. That's okay. These are my, my dear friends. Yeah, uh, t- you want to lower that mic yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys introduce yourselves. They're, yeah. they're my dear friends and huge fans of the show, listeners of the show for a long time. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Nice job, Tim. Uh, my name is Joe Bergio. Uh, I work on the show. Uh, my name's Tim Duffy. I don't work on the show. Now, but you've been on the show. Uh, I appeared in a bathtub yeah, in an yeah. episode. Uh-huh. Yes, Tim's but, supposed to work on the show, but then he got to work with Comedy Central, so like maybe one day yeah. we'll have Tim. But yeah? Probably not. Oh, I hope so. Now, what do you do, Joe? You, you, what have you written that's your proudest uh, achievement on the show? Uh, Get I've up re- on that. I've written everything on the show, so all the lines you hear, everything. That everything I like say, yeah. is you. <laughs> that's a good. You're that's welcome. fair. If you liked it, I did it. Yeah. If, if you didn't like it, not me. Yeah. No, really. What's a, what's something you take pride in? Um, oh, there was one. Uh, there was one I helped come up with. You know the one where they're uh, where they have the hand uh, like the arms casts and things like that, and they have to fill out forms in the. Oh yeah, yeah. Room? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was my. Oh, that's trial. super fun. Yeah. That was yours. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that we was just very... did it again. That'll be on soon again. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Sal did not win on that. You lost on that, right? I don't remember, but I th- the odds are I've lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love it so much, and I do have to end the show now. Mm. Let me say. Let me think of what I got to tell people here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, just remember the Patreon is over at patreon.com, the best show. Patreon.com slash the best show. You go check that out and, and, spy and support the show over at Patreon. Um, next week, we're going to have a topic on the show. You ready for this one, guys? Uh, yeah. Anyone? No? Yes. Yeah. The topic, the call-in topic for next week's show is every topic we've ever done on the show. People can call up and ask and participate in every topic we've done in for the last 15 years. <laughs> they can call up and I will have to go along with whatever the, they want to talk about. For 15 years worth of topics. <laughs> That's next week's topic. All the topics. It's almost like the the doors of the asylum uh, flew open and all of the topics escaped. So, yes, that's next week's topic is all of the topics. And, um, yeah, thank you, Sal, for coming down. It's so great to have you here. I and, had the best time. I really, really did. You thank come you. anytime you want and... The show is so funny. I I love it so much. Thank you so much. I laugh and I laugh. You know what's so funny is when you did the scared straight thing and you had those sunglasses painted on the inside and you thought you were talking to like teens and you were. I knew something was up, but I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like when did you know when you touched that guy? Is that well? I knew that's because of just the history of the show. I knew there might be a twist in it. But I didn't know mm-hmm. what to expect, and mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the old people. Yeah, yes. they originally they were originally going to do uh, kids, but like baby goats. Uh huh. Well, oh, oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. The idea there's going to be a room full of just animals. But then yeah. it would have been a one note. I, it turned yeah. out ridiculous. Because uh, I, yeah. I had to say at the end, like that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. What's the all-time hardest one where you were just like, you really felt. Like this, this is actually hurting my soul to be doing this. At this point, there's been a lot, but one that came immediately to mind when you said it, at least, was when I had to do this uh, no apology gauntlet. Oh yeah, that's that one. Is. And I had uh, it's like five or six things that in everyday life someone would apologize for almost profusely. Yeah, everything from stepping on someone's toe to sneezing in someone's face. And, yeah, and it ended with me having to uh, give the middle finger to an, uh, an old woman. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah. And what's one like that you just Schadenfreude watching one of the other guys go through it that was even too much for you to bear? Like did you just like even though you're it's it's hilarious it just it crosses that line where you you just feel for them. Uh, 
<laughs> Not really. I don't really feel much for them. I kind of get a lot of joy out of it. Um, I think we, we, we tied because they did Cats to me. That was in response to a Tarantulas for yes. you. And if you watch that, you could see he's like he's really messed up in that. So like I felt a little guilty. Mm-hmm. Actually, the whole crew uh, said that we felt really guilty that we did that to him a little bit. But oh. It, like Murray thrown out on a plane, like the, he really felt uh, he cried a lot on that. Mm-hmm. But I really, I, at the end of the day, I felt kind of good about it. But um, well, the hardest part about the tarantula one, I think, is the idea of giving somebody a safe word that is not valid. Yeah, is horrible, horrible to tell them if you if you truly can't take it. Just say <laughs> pumpernickel, pumpernickel yeah. and we'll stop it. And then they know that that's in the back of their mind. And then that turned out to not be valid. And there's no the protection. <laughs> no, but that's the funniest part. But that's when it crosses. That's when it goes to that next level of horror. When you see them realize that that the thing they thought they had in their back pocket was not worth anything. Yeah. When when Murray had to get a um, what do you call that a p- prostate exam, mm-hmm. we uh, <clears throat> it was originally supposed to be a, th- a third opinion, final opinion, a third and final opinion, okay. uh-huh. and then we got talked out of it. And it's one of my biggest regrets on the show that we didn't do a third opinion. Wow, the okay. second opinion I think was funny. Mm-hmm. I think a third opinion would have made it something for me that was beyond what it was. Sure. Yeah. And you got talked out of it. I did, yeah. And it still bothers it, it, you. It, it's one of the things it, me, it bothered me so much, yeah. Yeah, because you knew that that's just like, yeah, like, you don't, they, there's, you don't hear people talking about third opinions a whole <laughs> right. lot, which yeah. is why. Third this, opinion, just in and of so itself, that funny. phrase is hysterical <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. This idea is like. It's like, all right. <laughs> the first time he's hearing the concept of third opinion right. is when he's getting a third opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Sal, you come back anytime you want. I would love and to. Same for you, Joe and Tim, of course. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Yeah, you come back. Well, not. Anytime you want. We're actually roommates, so this was really easy for us. Okay. So we'll drive over next week. Not any. No, well, I, I'm I'm going to walk back Okay. anytime. So like the following week. Sal gets the green light. <laughs> you guys have like a flashing yellow light. <laughs> right, like, it's like it's not a red light, but you have to just see what's up with the other cars <laughs> before you can proceed. <laughs> so monthly. Residency. Well, one, like, yeah, it would be just like a residency. That's exactly yeah. what it would be like. <laughs> just like Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. Tom, they're such big fans. They used to, they used to be the ones that tell me, like, and back in the day, mm-hmm. Tom mentioned you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to, I always text them back, it, was it in a good light? Yeah. When and a lot of times they would say, we're not sure. Yeah. yeah. Unclear. Do you know who else was unclear? Me. <laughs> I didn't know. It's just a name. I tell you sometimes it's a name that just crosses the thing and I'm just like, I don't know. I gotta fill three hours here. Burn ninety seconds <laughs> making making fun of this thing that I don't exactly know what it is. Sure, why not? Oh, actual humans do that thing that I just made fun of? Oh hmm, maybe I should have fact oh, I gotta take these calls before these poor people have been on hold forever. Best show. Oh, oh, Tom? Yes, hi. 
Hi, it's Cat from Raleigh. I thought I wasn't going to make it. You made it, Cat. Cat from Raleigh. What's going on tonight, Cat? I was just. <laughs> I mean, I've been on hold for like two hours. I was just yeah, wondering what I'm on earth sorry. was going on, and but um, I meant to. Actually, I meant to, I was trying to call last week. I was also on hold for a really long time, but I just gave up because that last week I. I was not at home. I was in a grocery store parking lot, and I was feeling very, very uncomfortable just sitting in my car. Yeah, I I agree. I'm, you shouldn't have done that. I'm here every Tuesday. If you're in a bad spot, call the next week. I don't want you to sit in the grocery store parking lot, Cat. Well, I was calling you because I have really good news. Wait, what's your good news? I finally defended my master's thesis. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. This is great. You're it just was more current last week, so that's why I was calling, even though I was in a grocery store parking lot. Well, you know what? 2017 is coming together for you very nicely. Can you draw Tai Chi? Yes. Can you draw a picture of two karate men fighting? And the only thing that the picture that Lou Reed drew that's missing is, like, the plain shooting bullets from it and the dash house <laughs> yeah dash. the dash yeah the dash lines cat you need to, yes in the house you need to see this picture i'm going to put up on Instagram. oh i saw it i saw it oh, it's saw? pretty it's amazing it's amazing that the guy responsible for all the stuff he was responsible for it's just like well i think we found one thing he couldn't do <laughs> draw so <laughs> But Kat, congratulations! Congratulations on the uh, on on finishing the thesis. Yeah, I think I might call in next week if you don't mind to like because it, it seems like you're going to have a doozy of a show. You call next week is going to be bonkers next week. Every topic from the entire history of the show will be fielded next week. Also, I can't feel too bad about last week because last week's call was one of the best things I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. That Yeah, last week was awesome. I'm super happy with last week. That was unbelievable. That's uh, yeah. Brian Dennis down your neck of the woods. What? The guy, the guy who did the music, Brian Dennis. He's oh. Yeah. Oh, that's news to me. But I'm not too surprised. I mean, like with all the talent folks around here in terms of music. Yeah, no, he's he's great, and he did the music. And um, yeah, call next week. We'll do next week because I want to I want to le- let these guys get rolling, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you next week. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Just want to make sure there wasn't like some sort of like no callers rule going no, on, and I violated. You call whenever bad. you want. You call whenever you want. Thanks, Tom. Okay, you have a great night. You too. Bye. <laughs> Final two calls. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Jessica from Ithaca. Jessica from Ithaca, what's going on, Jessica? Oh, not much. I just wanted to call in and because uh, I love Impractical Jokers because I also just watch it all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Who's yeah, your yeah. No. Who's your favorite of all? Could you imagine if you just named everybody but Sal the one? Yeah. Uh, Q, Do you have my favorite? No, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love it. I love Q. Yeah, look, I love all four of them. I love all four of them too. I love Sal. Yeah, Sal's the <laughs> best one, though. Everybody knows that. 
Right? There's no show without him. It's a hornet's oh, no, nest no. without him. It's wonderful. Right? And I love seeing cats on them. <laughs> Did you like when he had the cats all over him? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, like I would want that. I would actually want that and be like, wait, nobody's going to drop cats all over me? Well, it's not. I think people do pay for that. That's a thing. That actually would be upsetting, somebody paying for it. I would actually not be into that either because that just feels... Like they're up to something. All right, Jessica, I'm going to jump off because I got to get I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Call next uh, week. Yeah, thank you so thank you so much. Okay, so you're yeah, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really do. Final call. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hey. If you're on hold. It's your turn right now. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who's this? Hey. Who's this? Oh, what's your name? Uh, it's Eddie. Where are you calling from, Eddie? From Beacon, New York. Beacon, New York. What's going on in Beacon, New York tonight? Eddie, are you okay? Goodbye, but Eddie, I hung up on Eddie. Eddie's not. Are you We're okay, done. Eddie? Eddie, Eddie's. Is it Annie or Eddie? Eddie, Eddie. Eddie with an ED the or song, Anna? You're doing Smooth Criminal yes. by Michael Jackson. Well, I'm going to end the show now and play something by uh, uh, a band, uh, Out, which is uh, something that came out on uh, Comedy Minus One Records uh, uh, last month. The album's called Swim Buddies, and this is a song called Appropriately titled, entitled Chain Fight. Mm, best show. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>